Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Super Movie Ball. How's your weekend going? Pretty good? This is Mac, coming back at you. My partner in crime. Peter, hey, see, I wasn't going to wait oh, that time. I jumped right in because I always job, screw buddy. that up. All right. You don't, <laughs> no, you don't always screw that up. Just a couple of times you messed with me, and I was like, is, is he paying attention? Is he, what's going on here? <laughs> He's looking at me, but is he asleep? <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, man. It's time for the show. Uh, but we're not here alone. Uh, we've had a couple of guests on, and we've got uh, another expert with us here to talk about this uh, <laughs> film today. We got Sean here. Sean, what's going on, buddy? Not a whole lot. What's up? How you living? Pretty good. How you doing? I just met you like five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> but it feels like we've known each other forever. Very long time. <laughs> no. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, so just give us a little background, like what kind of movies are you into? What do you? I know we talked about before the show, we uh, talked about... You're a Cleveland sports fan. I'm yep. also, sadly, a Cleveland sports <laughs> fan. We talked about the Browns, the Brownies, the land, and the tribe. Yep. Uh, big sports fan on that. But what, what are you into as, uh, outside of sports? Um, cars. Go to uh, go to some shows. we got a 65 Chrysler at home that uh, my wife's grandpa left to her. Sweet. So, uh, so, yeah, cars. I don't know. Detailing on the side a little bit. Nice. Oh, Listen you do that on the side? I do. Your side hustle? Yeah, side yeah, hustle. Nice. You might have to give me your card, dude. <laughs> hey, you guys live near each other, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah we live on the west side. Yep. <laughs> west side of town. West side. Yeah, no, that's cool. You're into cars. Peter's a big car guy. Yep. Music, traveling. Going on a cruise in about a week, actually. Oh, where are you going? Nice. Uh, Costa Maya, Cozumel, Belize, and Honduras. Oh, wow. wow. So that's yeah. a big one. Yeah, that's How nice. long is that one? Seven days. That's it? All yep. that in seven days? It's yeah, like every other day. That sounded like a two-week journey much, they, they move pretty good. You're, you're pretty much at an island like every other day. Okay. So, and then oh. a day to travel back. Have you been on a cruise before? Yeah, this is my fourth one. Oh. So. I've never been on a cruise. Peter, you been on a cruise? Nope, I have not. You've been pretty on a cruise? Been your fourth one? Where did Straight you go before? A um, couple other places in the Caribbean, and uh, I took one in Alaska, and that one was awesome. Oh, that'd be oh, cool. You know, I've yeah. heard cruises in Alaska are amazing. It was awesome, yeah. We were there in like, I think it was like late June, early July. And uh, it was like 70s. It was light out for 23 hours a day or something crazy that like that. You? Well, they had like blackout shades on the ship because <laughs> oh, otherwise so you couldn't you sleep. sleep. They know yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> they know what they're but, doing. Did yeah, you see some awesome, whales? Man. Yeah, we saw whales. We saw bears, eagles. It's, yeah, crazy wild. That's awesome. Is so that your favorite one you've taken so far as far as cruises go or no? Um, I don't know. It's just different because that one, it's like, 
the other ones are like relaxing on the beach basically and then that one was like more scenic adventures yeah, adventures. <laughs> yeah. i was also like 10 when i went on that one so i don't know if it counts as much as like the adult ones that i don't uh, well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> an experience is an, an experience or whatever but yeah yeah that's definitely cool. is memorable that's cool back there. that's awesome uh so what kind of movies are you into typically? um comedy drama what I don't do you know? A wide range. Yeah. Always like a raunchy comedies a bit, don't you? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes a little raunchy. Like what? Give me an example. I don't. I mean, older ones like um, like Dumb and Dumber was like one of my favorite movies back in the day. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a classic. It's yes, that's definitely a, is a classic. I think I could classic. at one point in my life. I think I could recite that movie from beginning to end. <laughs> at one point, I'm at pretty one, sure. Probably if I, still. If I pressed <laughs> you. You could. You could do it. You probably, could totally do it. Probably. You could quote it from beginning to end. I'm sure. <laughs> I, we all could. We have plenty of time, right? I could start right now. Yeah, let's do it. We got time for it. Let's, let's, let's work it in. Forget this movie. Who cares? All right. Well, that sounds good. Peter, what's going on with you, buddy? I didn't catch up with you. No, not a whole lot. No, just same old, same old. You're just boring, Peter. Get yeah, life, working, man. watching movies, you know. I don't care about your work. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Nothing new? <laughs> nah, nothing too crazy, no. That's not true. Nah. There's something new. Well, uh, we got a, oh, we, yeah, we were just talking about, we got a, the wife and I got a VR for, uh, VR thing for the PS4. How you liking uh, that? So I've been playing some games on that. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, I can't say it's like the best thing ever or anything, but it's definitely different and it's, it's interesting. I would, if you ever get a chance to try it out, it's definitely worth trying out to see if it's your thing, but I could understand if people didn't like it. I could also see the other end of it. And if people loved it, I could see that too. You also look really cool while you, while oh, totally. Playing. To everybody else. Well, that's the best part. Yeah. Having <laughs> <laughs> things strapped to your head while well, you're trying to play a video. The game. funny thing too is like, so it shows what you're seeing on the TV, but the TV is like 2D, of course. And when you're in the helmet thing, it looks totally different. So stuff's like, like there'll be like, like one of the things is an underwater thing, and there's a shark that comes at you at the one point. It swims towards you, even though you're in a cage, mm-hmm. and it's it's freaky when you're in the helmet. Like it feels pretty real. But to the person sitting on the couch here, just watching it on the TV, when you go ah. You know, like jump. They're just like, uh, what? (laughs) So it's pretty funny, but (laughs) yeah, it's uh, I don't know, goldfish. What are you looking? (laughs) Yeah, no, it's definitely worth checking out though if you ever get the chance. It's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for uh, not being distracted by my technical difficulties over here. I'm messing with my mic. No, you're good. No, that sounds fun. Play with your mic, man. (laughs) Thanks. I'm going to cut that out now. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're good. But you know, we're not going to cut. Is our question of the week. Oh, I love that jingle so much. It's so good. It's really good. <laughs> Thanks, Riley. <laughs> Writing that jingle for us. So, Sean, normally when we have question of the week, I usually ask a very specific and different question. And hopefully on one day I'm going to get on Twitter, but I've been so lazy to do question of the week. Tweet at us on Twitter any of the following question of the week. But when we have a guest, we don't do one question. We do four. And I ask the same question every time. So the first question for you, Sean, I'm catching you all off guard because I want your honest opinion. What's your favorite So Bad It's Good movie slash guilty pleasure movie? So some people don't like So Bad It's Good, but everybody's got a guilty pleasure. Yeah, so... um I think one for me would be uh, it's. I think it was from the '80s. It's an old uh, Stephen King movie 
Maximum Overdrive. Oh, that's a good one. With yeah. the truck? Yeah, yeah. all the cars that, that like movie. turn on people because of a, a comet that I think hits the Earth and, and turns all the electronics <laughs> against people. He wrote that movie on cocaine. Really? And he, and he directed it. It's I love that Dude, movie. it's I, good. Yeah. I it's, genuinely, it's a really, really good one. What's your favorite part about that movie? Oh, man, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know my favorite part necessarily. It's just entertaining to me. The whole, the whole idea, I think, the whole concept of it is just entertaining to me. Who made who? <laughs> who made who? Yeah, it's it's a, it's a really good. That's a good choice. That's a really good choice. Peter, has any of your choices changed? I know we've asked this a few. We have a few guests, so we've I've asked uh, this a few times. I was just scanning my brain, see if I've seen anything newer. Uh, I've tr- I've watched some. St- I've tried to watch some stuff recently that people didn't like, just to see if I happen to like it. And honestly, I didn't find anything. People so have the right opinion. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes people sometimes. have. Right, yeah. So no, I don't have any updates. No updates. <laughs> All right, good. Next question: Which what was your favorite book as a child? For me, all the Goosebumps books. Oh Some yeah. Specifically, like the uh, the Living Dummy, the Haunted Mask. Yeah. Remember that one? Oh, definitely. And I've, then, I've uh, still got copies of those. Yeah. 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 Those were. Those were. R.L. Stein. Oh yeah. yeah. I never read any of the books because I think it was a little bit. I was a little bit beyond that because uh, I think yeah, was, you're a little older. Yeah, I'm a little. I'm a little older, but I did watch the show. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, that's show easy. Too. Yeah, watch the show. The show's good. So if the show was anything like the books, then yeah, sounds I'd like say it's pretty so. entertaining. It was, it was up the same alley. So Maybe what was your not, favorite book of that series? Because there's like a hundred of those, aren't there? I th- yeah, there's a bunch. There's a bunch. I, I think the uh, I think the Living Dummy. That's because yeah. who's oh, not freaked out by dummies? Oh, oh my the god, Living Dummy. Yeah, you're on that one. That was a good one. You're on that one. That's good. That's a good choice. Peter, any changes there? No. Oh no! You said the Black Cauldron was yours. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about those. Yep, yep, that series. Yep. Yeah, Uh, this is a tough one. I don't know why, but this is always kind of a tough one. What commercial jingle gets stuck in your head all the time? Yeah, you know, I I don't know. And I I think I listened to the last the last one I listened to with your guest. He said he couldn't remember one either. I'm kind of up that same alley. There's not. It's not like back in the day when you had to watch commercials. Like I stream everything, so I hear commercial jingles. Yeah. So if I hear commercials, I typically switch it off. Plus, there's not too yeah. many jingles anymore. True. Yeah, there's kind of not. I wonder if those mm-hmm. people are out of work now, Riley. <laughs> I mean, uh, I wonder if they're out of work. Oh, no. Um. <laughs> no, is that, like, really a thing anymore? I know. I really don't think so. I mean, uh, you hear, like, local ones. You know what like Jake said? Nationals. Jake said, we are farmers. Bum, yeah, that's a good one. That's, like, that's but other one. than that, I don't. I don't know of one. I said Mentos because that's the last thing I can remember. I can think of anything for myself. That's a tough one. I might I change that question. but For some reason, Mentos reminds me of those old Reason commercials. Do you remember those? Reason. They're the reason like candy. Yeah, no. like chocolate candy. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't remember the jingle if they had one, but for some reason I could just picture those commercials. Huh. When I hear Mentos, it reminds now, me of the since, 90s. Since you reason like music, because you guys are talking about Mentos, do you <clears throat> remember the big me video with Futos? Yes. Like Fighters? Yeah, okay, Fighters. See, yep. you guys, After you said you it, no I do idea. remember that. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. I yeah. do remember. Yeah. I haven't like, seen it forever, but yeah. I just said I don't remember that. Like I didn't remember that, but I do remember that. Okay. I do remember that. You're not crazy. Cool. No, you are. <laughs> I never said you were crazy. I was like, no, I know I he said you were that. crazy, but you're not crazy. He like implies stuff. He's like, he looked at me, and now I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so, last question here: What movie, TV show, book, or anything have you seen recently that was really good? This can be old or new. So this is new. Um, it's on Netflix, and I. I so I, I don't watch. I'll, I'll preface it. I don't watch a whole lot of like foreign films where you have to read subtitles and all that. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> I like zombie stuff. Okay. And uh, Train to Busan. 
Have you guys seen that? Mm-hmm. Or I, heard I've of it? seen it on there. I haven't watched it. I've watched it. It's pretty yep. good. I was like, I was surprised that I liked it as much as I did since I don't watch a whole lot of foreign subtitle movies. It's huh. pretty intelligent as far as those kind of movies go. Yeah, yeah. Like I thought like, it was done. I thought it was done pretty. well. I think it's what drives it the most is like the drama behind it, not yeah. necessarily like yeah. It's the it's in those movies everybody's like, oh, it's the scary gory stuff. That's the best yeah. thing, and I'm like. See, I kind of like mm-hmm. ones that are not just like yeah. I kind of like the character yeah. stuff and how people sort of turn in exactly. on each other. How Sh- some people kind of like help each other out, even it, though showing like, how scared. people would actually act in a situation like that. That's, that's what, like. what makes it good. Exactly. That's what makes those kind of movies good. And yep. I think that movie does a good thing. Yeah, that's a good yeah, choice. That's, that's a really cool. good I'll choice. I'll check that one out then. Yeah, yeah it's, it's on pretty, Netflix. It's different at least. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's a good choice. Thanks for doing those, Peter. You have any updates on those? No. Good job, Peter. Good job. <laughs> I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. All right, but you know what else is a good job or a good thing? Two truths, one lie, right? Yep. Two truths, one Just call me a liar. The crazy thing is, it's true. All of it. Okay, so this week for this show, for this movie, I was going to go with Jack Black. Okay. So three things about Jack Black. So two of them are true. One is a lie. So tell me which one you think I made up. Now, am I playing with him, or is he going by your own solo? We're going to let Sean go first. If he does not answer correctly, we'll let you give a crack at it. Sounds good. Okay. So, number one, he's good friends with Will Smith. Number two, he actually hates pro wrestling despite popular belief. Number three, his parents were rocket scientists. Oh, man. Oh, this is gonna have to be a complete and total guess. I have no idea. I was pretty good at this. I, I figured Damn. Jack Black was kind of interesting because I don't know a whole lot about him outside of Tenacious D stuff. So I started looking some stuff up about him, and he's actually got an interesting little history. Okay, so since he did Nacho Libre, yep, I'm gonna say that the wrestling one is the lie. You are correct. Oh yeah, Sean got it right. <laughs> he got it right. Ooh. Yeah. I can't see him doing that movie and hating wrestling. Yeah, like he's just, actually a big fan a good of pro pick. wrestling. Yeah, so. He seems like he'd be a fan of pro wrestling. He's yeah. actually a big fan of basketball, too. Well, hence the, the band name. Hence the band name. <laughs> Playing some tenacious D. It's Marv Albert. <laughs> All right, that's it. Um, our feature for today, you already know what it is because you read the title of the podcast, is The Cable Guy, starring Jim Carrey and Matthew Broderick and a whole bunch of other people. Peter, help us out here. Well, first, we're going to let Spew do his thing. Oh, my God. It's been so long. It's been so long that we've done a full episode. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> Spew's got to do his thing. Stupid robot. <laughs> Not you. Spew. <laughs> Wait, no. Me, He's I'm the, the stupid side. robot. You didn't see him. He's a thing. <laughs> Spew's not stupid. You're stupid. Your face is stupid. Go, Spew. Warning. Warning. Spoiler. I am Spoiler Protection Edict Widget, or Spew for short, 
you have been warned about the delicious spoilers coming your way from Fast and Spoiler Country you have previously wandered into. Baby, baby. All right, now, Peter, can you help us out with The Cable Guy? Okay, so from Cable Guy. So, a lot of you guys probably know this movie. It's a pretty big movie. Uh, 1996, as Mac just said. Uh, this was PG-13. It's, uh, I think, an hour and 36 minutes. It's uh, classified as a comedy drama thriller, which I thought was interesting, but I guess that one's appropriate. I don't have a big I think all those are... Uh, the drama one is the one that's not exactly accurate. Yeah, comedy yeah. thriller. Might be. Comedy thriller. Comedy thriller, yeah, probably a little better. Yeah. It's got a... currently has a 6.1 on IMDb, which is sort of probably why we're talking about it, because it's a little, people are a little split on it. Um, so, the description on IMDb is interesting, I thought. It's a lonely and disturbed cable guy raised on television just wants a new friend, but his target, a designer, rejects him with bad consequences. I don't know why I thought that was a funny, like, description. It's accurate. I don't it know. is accurate. I, don't, I just, I don't know why I thought it was I, Yeah, I don't either. All right. <laughs> it kind of makes it sound like the designer is more at fault for the bad it outcome. kind of does, doesn't it? <laughs> does it? <I> <laughs> Um, so this is uh, directed by Ben Stiller. Um, this is I'm looking to make sure before I say it. Was this his first movie that he directed? I believe it is. Uh, yes. No. Reality Bites was his first. Uh, Cable Guy. So this was written by Lou Holtz Jr. This was his only writing credit. Isn't that weird? On IMDb. Uh, so the story goes... Yeah, tell us the story. <laughs> that Judd Apatow actually wrote this movie, even though he was only credited what? as a producer. Yeah, Judd Apatow's the, the producer of this film. So Where did you get that info from? He was denied the writing credit, apparently, by the Screen, Screen Actors Guild after an arbitration ruled in favor of Lou Holtz Jr., though it was apparently only a silly buddy comedy on the original writing and Judd Apatow is who made it kind of the twisted thriller sort of black comedy that we know. Lou Holtz Jr. Not, no relation to the football coach. Right. <laughs> his, actually, his father was a writer as well, which is Lou Holtz Sr. was a writer Yeah. as well. So it kind of makes me think that there's some bad blood there. truth to that yeah. as far as like he did write this. But this is the only thing he wrote. Which also draws suspicion to it, like, this is the only thing you wrote? Like, I know people have bad movies, yeah. but, like, you didn't write anything else. No, no, no I, TV, no nothing. If I remember correctly, wasn't he an attorney? I don't actually know. I thought he. I thought that I had read... A correct. I, now, obviously, you can't correct me if I'm wrong, because you don't know. But I, I'll just throw this out there. I thought that I read somewhere that he was an attorney, and he happened to stumble upon a cable guy one day and thought, huh, that'd make an interesting movie, and that's how he wrote the original script that sounds like a legit story that's i'll stick i to have it. no idea <laughs> no idea <laughs> yes. um no that's a, that actually is pretty interesting if yeah. that's true so if i mean if that one just popped in his head and then he wrote that and then there was all this legal battle over who wrote it he might have just been like well screw this i'm done writing yeah huh? could be yeah drop out i don't know way way to give in there <laughs> uh, if that's true um but uh apato apparently made it uh I just have in my notes here. He made it bleaker at Jim Carrey's request, making it a funny version of classic stalker films, uh, writing in more physical humor for Jim Carrey and what Carrey described as a Hitchcock meets Jerry Lewis and Rosemary's Baby meets the Odd Couple finished product. <laughs> sort of. 
So uh, that was, I guess, those were in quotes Jim Carrey's words. I kind of a kind of agree with that. So I I think that's a reasonably apt description. Um, yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. No. So um, as Ma- Mac mentioned, this stars Jim Carrey and Matthew Broderick mostly. Uh, there's a whole star-studded cast, though. Um, I got I've a got a list. list but Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, so we've got Leslie Mann, Jack Black, uh, supporting cast uh, George uh, Siegel, Diane Baker, Ben Stiller, Janine Garofalo, Andy Dick, David Cross, Owen Wilson, Amy Stiller, who is Ben Stiller's sister, Kathy Griffin, Kyle Gass from Tenacious D, and every cast member of the short-lived Ben Stiller show is Did in this movie. you say Bob movie. Odenkirk? That's I didn't. I was going to mention. Uh, Bob Odenkirk and Eric Roberts are yes. in this movie. It was yep. funny how small of a part Bob Odenkirk had. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what I thought was interesting, too, to, to skip ahead, is he is, it, you have no idea really who he is in his scene, but he's credited on IMDb as Steven's brother. So he's Matthew Broderick's brother in the movie. Yeah. Yep. No, but, you get that point. Uh, kind of. I mean, it's a family thing. So you it, assume it's a he's family something thing, but I didn't family. know if he was the other, maybe the other. Oh, girl he's like the brother in law? his sister, right. and that was the brother in law. Yeah. They don't actually say. No, it's not uh, specifically I think they do say. Is it? Do they? I think they do say. I don't yeah. Okay, I didn't catch that. If so, yeah, because I, mean, I was like, yeah, Bob Odenkirk's is is Matthew Broderick's brother. Yeah, which was pretty funny because yeah. I, I actually didn't remember that. So rewatching it for this episode, I was like, oh, hey, that's funny. Like <laughs> I I never caught that he was in it. If I'm honest, I did the same uh, thing because he's always like in the background of stuff. Like he's never only recently has he been like you know Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's that. why I didn't remember him being in it. But rewatching it recently it's like oh man that's bob odenkirk like, yeah you go back and you see it you wouldn't have known in well this 90s. movie is like it's got a great comedy cast and you look at that cast and you're like this movie's got to be awesome mm-hmm. and then a lot of people are like Meh. too with him because uh so just speaking to him with uh david cross also being in it uh you know from their shows that they've done together mr show and things mm-hmm. um but the uh bob and david. i was re-watching arrested development recently yeah and i didn't realize he was the therapist that David Cross and Lindsay, yeah. you know, the wife on the show, they they go to see, and then he says, "I'm quitting to go into acting." <laughs> so <laughs> there's a lot of crossover anyway, here with funny. Bob and David and Ben yeah. Stiller, because Ben Stiller, like Andy Dick, Gene Garofalo, Jack Black, like they've all kind of worked together on the Ben Stiller show. I used to love that back in the day, and then they, they've all Bob Odenkirk also worked on that show. There's, so there's a lot of crossover. Uh, with all these different people working in each other's projects, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Because uh, you say these names now, and you're like, "Wow, these are like, like titans of comedy or whatever." Like you, if, if you, one of those persons could be in a thing, and you'd be like, "I'm watching that." You know what I mean? But like, you get a whole cast of these people in here. It's pretty good. So I also saw, um, I also saw a little um, write up that uh, apparently Ben Stiller said that he considered this like a long sketch, like what would be from his show. He yeah. said this felt like a. Like a, a sketch from his show turned into a movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah. I mean, with all the people he's working with, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it probably felt that way. Right. So this is uh, the first movie Ben Stiller um, directed but did not star in, I guess. Uh, and I say that with this kind of being his first big movie. Um, but he, I guess they went a week into filming with Ben Stiller playing the cable guy. And he decided it wasn't working. And the uh, cable guy was originally written for Chris Farley. But he was under contract and had to complete Black Sheep instead. Which I cannot picture Chris Farley in this role. That would have been weird. It yeah. would have been that would have been more like a standard buddy comedy, probably sure. at that point. Uh, I think he could do dark. I think Chris Farley didn't get the chance, but I think he could have done dark. Well, he definitely didn't get the chance. But yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to see him do dark. Like yeah, I think that. he. I think he's he's that comedic actor that you're just like he could do drama yeah. as well. Yeah. Like not all comedic actors could do it, but he'd be like that Bill Murray type. 
or Jim Carrey, or, Jim Carrey or Robin Williams. <laughs> Do you yeah. think at the height of Chris Farley's career, though, people could take him seriously in a role like that? Or would they expect like um, that would have been interesting? Yeah. Would they expect like the fallen over tables and like crazy that's, comedy like he always does? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's 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 the expectations of people. Yeah. But depending on the film, if it was good enough, I think yeah, maybe if it was good enough, I think they, you know, I don't know. People are they expect certain things and just like I, I, did, I wanted him to do this. I think that's what. Speaking of that, I think people wanted that from this. I think they wanted silly, crazy Jim Carrey. True. So, yeah, that's, like, that's why we're talking about this movie is Sean brought it up as one that he really liked that for some reason you run into a lot of people in regular life that don't like this movie <laughs> in regular life, you know, not podcast life. Um, but anyway, uh, so that's why we're talking <laughs> about this because all three of us actually really like this movie, but there's a lot of times that we bring it up, I think, and people don't like the movie or it's, you know, it's perceived as being kind of a failure a flop weird there. i've heard people describe yeah. it as like a weird movie like they didn't get the fact that it was a well this darker comedy. dark comedy yes yeah, yeah. this is a dark comedy or a black comedy like for this sure. is like well not a black comedy like friday but like <laughs> oh, this is a dark comedy like <laughs> thanks for clarifying that yeah well you know it's that's that's technically what it's called but uh it's a dark comedy so if you don't like that if you don't have a darker sense of humor i've noticed people are like uh, I don't, it's kind of like too dark or it's like, I didn't, I didn't, it's kind of we, too weird. And I'm like, are you kidding me? It's is like, and we'll step through it and we'll, we'll talk about it. Cause it's hard to step through a comedy and be like, this is funny. This is funny yeah. to kind of describe why it's funny. Well, in the leading up to it. this, Jim Carrey had done the mask, uh, Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber. And then, you know, another Ace Ventura. Yeah. And then he got to this and people, I, so my wife does not like this movie. Um, oh really? And I, but she likes Jim Carrey, and she loves Ace Ventura. So I think it's she was expecting. She self admits that it. Uh, she was expecting another Ace Ventura, silly, right. over the top, oh. bizarre comedy, and it didn't deliver. So it left. I think it just left a sour taste in everybody's mouths but they she even rewatching it you know in the last few years she still doesn't like it okay let me ask you this question because this is what happened to me yeah i heard it was bad yeah i never saw it in the theaters yep so i didn't watch it for a long time it came out in 96 i probably watched it in 2000 2001 on cable because i was like i heard this is bad i like bad movies let's see how bad this movie gets right yeah and i started watching it and i'm like i'm waiting for this to get bad it's kind of awesome i don't i don't <laughs> really understand great. so when did you guys watch it did you either one of you see it in the theater or yeah, soon after i did not see it in the theater i probably saw it man when did i see this for the first time probably back in like <laughs> back in like blockbuster days yeah i'm pretty sure that maybe we early did it at some point maybe 90s. yeah like late 90s early yeah. 2000s yeah for sure or family video so maybe. i actually <laughs> remember my parents scheduling a date night and going out and watching this in the theater did they like it uh they came back and everybody was so split on it at the time even as a kid i can remember thinking oh did you like it and they were like yeah actually it was pretty good they they enjoyed it they enjoyed and it. it became a classic around our house after that because they had screened it because it was an R movie, or was it R PG thirteen? No, it's PG thirteen. I said PG thirteen. Yeah, um, I'm the one who said that. <laughs> anyway, um, so it, I think they were screening it before me and my brother saw it. You know, because we were kind of younger at the time, right? And so it ended up becoming just like Dumb and Dumber, staple around our house kind of mm -hmm. thing. And we we loved it, and they liked it. And I, like you guys said, the first time I saw it, I was like, I'm waiting for this to get bad. This is awesome. Well. Uh, I mean, part of it could have been influenced by my parents, I suppose. I could say that. They had a good sense of humor, in my opinion. Have a good sense of humor. They're not going. And um, the, I don't... So, I, yeah, I, don't, I agree with you guys. I don't know where... 
I was. I just heard so them. many bad things. I yeah. was like, I'll skip it or whatever. Like it's whatever. Like I, I, not that I was like totally influenced by my friends, but I was into so much stuff at that time. Yeah. That I just was like, eh, I'll watch another time. Plus, comedies are one of those things that like you can kind of you don't have to necessarily see in the theater. Right? Yeah, yeah. For them to work hey. for you, at least for me anyway. I don't know. I can watch comedy and laugh out loud by myself, but I'm a stone cold weirdo. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny though? So you went into it thinking that it was going to be bad because you had heard all that. I was wanting, I was hoping it would. I'd be like, let's see how bad this can get. And then Peter went into it thinking it was going to be good because his parents liked it. Yeah. I went into it pretty neutral. I don't remember hearing much about it before I saw oh, it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So we kind of had all all aspects of yeah. the and, know, and all three of us like it. Very good yeah. point. That's a so, very good point. I mean, you could probably find three people for any movie like that and say they liked it. True, but, of course. But the on the side. other hand, it is pretty interesting because, you know, I've been bringing this one up at, around work even and stuff, too, that we're recording this because I was excited for it. <laughs> Talk about it. And uh, a lot of people saying that, too. Like, oh, you know, a lot of people don't like this movie. Let me know when this airs because I really want to hear it. You right. know, that kind of thing. So I've had a few people say that. And that's it's kind of funny that way because you keep running into people that like the movie. But as you guys are saying, the expectations maybe weren't there. I know you didn't really hadn't heard too much about it, right. which is sort of interesting because of the people that, that are in it. You'd think you would have heard more about it. Yeah, right? I mean, when it came out, I was only nine. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. I don't know if, I don't know if it like the, you know, the, the fifth grade or fourth grade classroom, there's a lot of talk about Wasn't the cable much guy, but buzz about that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is also why I don't really remember the first time I saw it. I'm pretty sure we had rented it at some point. Yeah, you probably mean it, yeah. So a couple more things about the movie real quick before we get into it. Um, yep. Um, so Jim Carrey was paid $20 million for this role, which was a record at the time. I know that doesn't sound like a whole lot yeah, in today's bullshit, dollars, but at the, at the time, that was a record amount for an actor to have been paid, uh, which is interesting because this was a back and forth sort of a movie. So um, at the box office, this was considered, everybody thinks, every, it lingers in everybody's mind that this was a box office failure. Uh, however, this earned over 100 million worldwide with only a 47 million dollar budget. So the rumor is that I've read online, rival studios that lost the bidding war for the rights to make this movie kept the rumor going hmm. because they were mad that uh, they did not get the movie and that Jim Carrey got a crazy amount, a record amount of money for doing this movie, and they it wasn't their movie. Interesting. So. Can't huh. say there was a smear campaign, but the rumor was not squashed. I yeah. Guess. So, well, are yeah. you going to talk about the trailer, or are you going to save that for later? No, go ahead. Well, in kind of in in line with that, the trailer for this movie is no bueno. It is not very good. <laughs> uh, much like Office Space, which has a terrible trailer. If you have, everybody knows about Office Space. Watch that trailer. It is one of the worst trailers I've ever seen in my life. But Office Space is one of the best classic movies. Even to this day, Office Space is timely, you know? So what I'm trying to say is that that can, like, sour people on whether this movie is going to be good or not, yeah. especially back then yeah. because it's the theater-going experience back in the 90s, and I'm going to sound super old here, but I don't <laughs> care. There was just movie trailers. There was no commercials. There was no nothing. So that's how you found out. Internet was kind of a new thing, so not everybody was watching trailers on the internet. There was, it was yeah. and not all of them and were dialogue. online. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, not all of them were yeah. all online. So that's how you got your trailers or t to see what was coming out or on, you know, through TV. Yeah, but like that can really sour you on. Uh, that looks terrible because you can kind of tell from the trailer or used to anyway whether a movie was good or not. And I think that like kind of soured a lot of people as well. Yeah, as far as as far trailer. as that goes. <laughs> but the funny thing about comedies is this: is that a good comedy 
and it is like good for the time. A great comedy is good a long time after that. So in other words, 10 to 20 years down the line, it's good. So it's things like Office Space or Blazing Saddles or well, I don't know. Heck, even Seinfeld because, you know, like almost all of the situations in Seinfeld would be resolved with a cell phone nowadays. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, there'd be new situations. Don't get me right. wrong. I'm not stupid. But like the, the well, but they're still funny to watch. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't ruin the comedy. It doesn't ruin the, as- you know, the comedic aspect of it. The, right. The jokes still hold water. Exactly. So like yeah. t- stuff like that Good point. ages very well. Good comedy ages very well is basically what I was trying to say. Yeah, I get you. So yeah. is there anything else? No, uh, the only other piece I had that was interesting before we really get into the movie was um, uh, Leslie Mann, actually. I don't know if everybody knows this, but she married Judd Apatow, but yeah. she actually met him on this movie. Yeah. Um, and so he had said, I thought this was funny. And so he said after her audition, there goes the future Miss Apatow. Oh, is that right? Apparently. So, which I, th- he, I think is creepy. You like what he saw? <laughs> yeah. That's a saying. That's what everybody does. Back in the know. day, anyway. Back in the day, people were like, oh, there goes the I mean, I think it's funny. I've got nothing <laughs> against him. I just, I was like, ooh, that's almost creepy when I read that. Oh, no. I think that's romantic. I think that's romantic. There's a fine yeah. line. Yeah. It depends on how he said it. Yeah. Too. Uh, he yeah, said reading it, like, it as one there thing. There goes the future Miss Apatow. <laughs> uh, yeah, and like, you know, hopefully pants were on and everything anyway all right who wow. knows anymore right. <laughs> no i think it's sweet i think it's sweet uh, by the way i don't really care for leslie man but that's just me <laughs> i agree with you a hundred percent she is uh she kind of annoys me in everything kind of that she's in everything that she's I, in yes i agree too and I he agree. puts her in a lot yeah. Yeah. he does he puts really loves she's well, not you know. terrible but she's distracting she needs to be a minor yes. role i feel like she's that's a good word for it she's very distract because she's not like awful like denise richards awful like <laughs> she's not that bad like you know, like blank eyes like there's no light behind the eyes or anything like that whoa <laughs> yeah denise richards Man. is like That's if i miss. thought if you found out she was like a dummy and somebody had like their hand and they were operating <laughs> denise richards you would not be surprised because there's just no life there she's not like that leslie man's not like that but she's just you you worded it perfectly like she's just annoying or like distracting yes. distracting is what you said so both I'd, sorry, I had to bring that up because I'm opinionated. And I'm sorry, Leslie Mann kind of drives me nuts. But it's not to the detriment of this film, I don't feel. No. no. She, she, as we always say, she's not what's wrong with this film. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's wrong with this film? That's, uh, the, that's a real question. I, Let's get into it. All right. So this movie, <laughs> um, uh, we're going to skip through this movie a little bit because I feel like a lot of people have seen it at some point or otherwise have some way to easily see it. So we're not going to do a, an exact blow by blow on this. We're just going to step through it and talk about what we want to talk about. The one big scene kind of that I do want to harp on, you, you know, we'll see how we end up going here, is the opening <laughs> scene where we meet the cable guy. So it opens up with Matthew Broderick. Uh, he is a character named Stephen. So I'm going to probably refer to him as such. Stephen. Mo- moving into an, a new apartment. <laughs> so all in, it, the writing's pretty good. All in the first bit here, we um, see Stephen on the phone with his friend Rick, who is Jack Black. Uh, he's apparently a cameraman at a TV station. We see a, uh, a theme already, you know, with him being recording things um so there's a lot of uh tv themes throughout this whole thing um so anyway uh we learned from their phone conversation that steven has recently asked his girlfriend to robin uh robin to marry him and now he's moved out to give her space at her request we also learned the cable guy is missing in action he was supposed to be there to install cable and he's not 
four hours late. So, yes, he is four hours late. So can I talk about the opening? Please do. I've, I've still got some more about it before we meet Jim Carrey, but... This is before. Yeah, go for it. Uh, this is... So the opening ups up uh, starts with a montage, and it's modern cable but it's old (laughs) so but it's old and new shows and what i love about it it's game shows it's my three sons bionic woman slash six million dollar man it's ricky lake which ricky lake (laughs) used to be huge back in the day it was it was jerry springer before jerry springer uh all in the family which is a really like springer yeah jerry springer's on here too well i'm getting to it okay okay all in the family's on here which is a really crucial show it was a great comedy drama show it dealt with a lot of social issues of the day so that's a yeah, it's a, it's a really great, great uh, show if you've never heard of it. It's old. It's from the 70s, but it's really sort of kind of timely. Yeah. And, of course, as you guys mentioned, Jerry Springer's on there. But what I love that they have sprinkled in there is they have the um, the court case uh, that Ben Stiller plays. He's yeah. Sort, it's, yeah. It's, so I've got some stuff to step yeah, through. Yeah, well, well I'm not going to talk about it too much. You're but fine. I love in between these real shows, they have like a fake TV show yeah. sprinkled in on the TV as you're watching it of this uh court case that's going on with ben stiller as the main character in that so i just i really like the opening it kind of gets you that gives you the idea that this this movie is all about tv and what it does to society sort of it doesn't get too deep into that no no it's you're also right interesting but it, that my three sons shows up in there yes yes <laughs> which is <laughs> a so foreshadowing it's a little foreshadowing and it's what they call setting it up so they yep. can pay it off and, later. And this is definitely a movie, as you're saying, that when you go back and rewatch it, you know, two, three, four times or whatever, you catch things that, oh, there was foreshadowing. They definitely talked about that, like, or they showed me that ahead of time. I mean, it's nothing you would have caught on the first viewing, right. probably. Yeah. But it's there's a lot of um, good stuff for repeat viewing. Well, this opening scene with the credits running sets up everything that, that's going to happen. So this is a really great setup. Before we meet uh, Jim Carrey, it's setting up Stephen's life, kind of where we understand where he's at at the at this point in his life and this is one last thing i want to talk about before peter gets into it but i love the hallway shots yeah in this yeah i don't know why but i'm like every time i see those hallway shots there's something about those in movies you don't see those and it's done really well into where it looks like otherworldly like it looks familiar but it looks like otherworldly i just really like the shot it sounds weird but when you see the movie you'll know exactly what i'm talking about Sure. So uh, just to step through a little bit of the the opening scene here, because this is where I really want to just make sure to kind of walk people through, because I think this is what really sets everything up. And if you miss stuff through here, I think this is why maybe you don't end up liking the rest of the movie. Could be. Because it all hinges mm-hmm. on this first, what, 10 minutes, maybe? Yeah, 15 minutes. Yeah. Not, maybe not it's even 15. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Rick, uh, that's Jack Black, tells Steven over the phone to slip the cable guy 50 bucks for free movie channels. So that is a key little component there. That's why I mentioned that. So Steven goes ahead and gets in the shower after waiting around for a while. Of course, as soon as he gets shampoo in his ear, the in his his ear in his hair (laughs) we get it in his ear too a little bit (laughs) he does no uh so after waiting around for a while um so he he hears banging on the door and yelling cable guy and so you know it's jim carrey out there he's getting impatient he's suddenly so you know matthew broderick uh steven rushes out of the shower uh gets to the door he's in a robe he answers it he tells the cable guy who is jim carrey to uh you know come back because he's walking away down the hallway that's another one of the hallway shots yeah and uh that he should uh, have been there four hours ago and steven tells him that he missed going and doing some things that he wanted to do jim carrey says well maybe i shouldn't have come at all and just there's just an awkward silence and then he just starts laughing and says i'm just joking and then he just comes on into the apartment yeah so 
so let, it lets you know like what kind of guy both the characters are right there. It informs yeah, you're kind of like, wow, that's inappropriate. The for, ca- like, yes, <laughs> that this guy you know, has no filter and he has no boundaries. Uh, the this guy meaning the cable guy, which is Jim Carrey. You know yeah. what else is interesting? And yeah. this is the first time that this happens, but I noticed it throughout the whole movie, and I never noticed this before. But um, every time that Jim Carrey's character appears or, or like is going to have an appearance, yeah, there's a pounding. So, like, he's oh, pounding on the door, and then Jim Carrey's there. They're yeah. playing basketball. Someone falls on the floor and makes a roll-out. Boom. Jim Carrey's there. Oh. Um, there's one where you see a van door shut when they're yeah. at the... Um, I think it's when they're at the um, satellite dish, yeah. and that's what Jim Carrey gets out. Like, it's... Every time that Jim Carrey's going to make an appearance, there's, like, a loud bang. And it's almost like a... That's interesting. I not like a jump scare, but it's kind of along that. those It's like lines. a motif. Yeah, yeah, like, it's it's just funny that... It's like, letting you know like that boom. trouble's coming. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's really good. I did not notice that. Yeah. Next time I watch it, I'm yeah, totally going to notice that. That's no, really great. because yeah, I think you're right. That's great. No, Every time. Hey, I don't got know a sharp eye. That's good. I like that. <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily like 100% of the times, but that's a lot of the times. Sure. He, nice. And, and maybe until his evil comes out, like later in the movie when he's always around <laughs> yeah. or whatever, you know, but, but yeah. I, I There's I always a lot of that's, that's I never noticed that. So, I do have in my notes here real quick, Peter. Yeah. There are so many good lines in this movie. Oh, there are. <laughs> this movie's so quotable. It's, it's very ridiculous. Quotable. Yes. I, and they, they sneak my wife, into everyday life all the time. My wife and my wife's family, we, they love this movie too. And we quote this movie all the time. It's so great. It's so great. I had to sneak that in there. It's in my notes. No, you're I, fine. I would kill myself if I didn't bring this up no so i most of this episode is going to be free form the only stuff i really want to step through is the beginning stuff and then we can kind of talk about whatever after that um so i just i want to say uh one of the things i thought was interesting was when he steps in he comes in he gives steven a comment card to be mailed in he says he ends up saying that it, no it goes to him because he's kind of a perfectionist and he can't say it because he's got a list and so he has <laughs> to repeat it <laughs> no so we learn he has a lisp and he is a perfectionist and he wants to improve that there's a lot we learn about him in this opening we get uh the very weird scene of him locating where the cable should be did you guys want to say anything about that (laughs) say that again going around the room and he's talk to me oh no i love that he's like caressing the wall i love that just watching him (laughs) weirded out a little bit if there's a couple of lines that I love here, the first one he says is, the old McNair place never thought they'd get the smell out of here. They had a lot of cuts. Yeah, because... Which he, is another great sounds line. Sounds like a horror movie or That's something. Right? <laughs> yeah, so, why, yeah and happen? then you mentioned the comic card one, and he says it like a robot. He yeah. goes, this is a comic card. Please mail it in when I am done. Like, he says it, like, just so, <laughs> yeah. matter of fact, like, he said it a hundred times, and yeah. he's like, I have to say this, here you go. And then... But, but um, then it, it goes, goes to him. something he's required to say. It's so weird yeah so yeah he does a perfectionist thing but it's like got great batman dutch angles on the cameras when he's going around the room and trying to find the sweet spot for where the cable outlet should go yeah and he's hugging the walls and he's talking to it like he's talking not dirty but very suggestively it feels real dirty but he doesn't say anything dirty so but it's it's it adds to like the uncomfortableness uh, of the the tone of the film because it just I, I can't even like totally voice it because he's just feeling the walls and just saying, this is where you want it. Is this where it goes right here? Yeah. And you're just like, well, and even so St- Steven's a talk- guy and he's just standing he's, there. He's standing there in his bathroom and, and he house. starts to pull his robe. Yeah. Up. He starts to pull his <laughs> robe up like, <laughs> like, like a woman would. I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling uncomfortable and vulnerable in this moment, but this movie's very efficient because like you said, it tells you everything you need to know about our two main characters. Yeah. It's very efficient. So the next piece that I think really sets up uh, some more of the tone 
to, to play off of what you're saying right there, that's why yeah. I'm cutting you off. Um, is, so no, Jim Carrey, after he finds this, this sweet spot in the wall, he pulls out his drill and he starts to talk to Steven about being kicked out by his lady. And he spouts off this Her whole address. implied story yeah. that he got from just like, uh, you know, you moved across town, blah, blah, blah. So you had and, an account set up at, and then yeah. I don't remember the address, yes. but he like rattles off. By one Robin address. Harris. And yeah. he just starts rattling off the address. So it's like stalker stuff right away. And you're like, what is this guy? But then Steven just says, well, I don't really want to discuss it with you. So if you don't mind, I'm going to go get chat, uh, go get changed. So he goes to get dressed and he leaves. But I thought that exchange between them really quick. Cause it's like what? 20 seconds or yeah. something. But I mean, it's great. And it really sets the tone for, um, you know, where the movie's going and the stalker aspect of yeah, it. I think it gets um, right into it. it. It wastes no time. Yeah. And so it's, it dives right in. So, now, after, um, so, you know, Steven leaves the room. <laughs> Sorry, we're watching it here. As we're screening it, as we always do. And Jim Carrey's hugging and feeling the walls. It's great. Is this where you need it? <laughs> Talk to me. Watch his fingers right there. How creepy is that? It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about creepy, but uh, something's I got, off. I got something going on. This is robe up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Um, so we get to first see here what Mac mentioned is uh, Jim Carrey's watching the TV after he gets it set up uh, while Steven's still out of the room. The first real thing we get to see of the trial of a former child star, Sam Sweet, who is Ben Stiller, who has k- killed his twin brother, Stan. And they were child stars on a show together, like as twins. And uh, Jim Carrey makes the comment, I hope they fry that <laughs> and so this is an ongoing trial throughout the movie. I have a lot more to say is, about that as it goes on. What's the name of the, the fake show that they're on? Double Trouble. That's right. Oh, Double that's Trouble. It. That's right. I didn't write yeah. it down. But I love that I it's either. like... <laughs> what's that? I didn't either. <laughs> oh. I love that like 90s, like late 80s, 90s, like celebrity trials. There's a lot of that going on yeah. in the 90s. Uh, Definitely. With OJ celebrities, OJ, <laughs> yeah. the Menendez brothers, all that stuff. Yep. Like there was a lot of celebrity trials going on that like shocked the nation. So it was like doing this thing where it's sort of satirical, but also sort of funny at the same and time. topical. Like topical. Yeah. But like, so it was sort of serious, but then sort of like, like, funny so i can see like the dark aspects like creeping into this movie like this movie's dark but it's not taking itself too seriously and it's really setting it up no i also have to mention yeah, um go for it uh matthew broderick's character steven's wearing ohio state sweatshirt so go bucks oh which actually comes back up io right! later later <laughs> in the show because uh Chip is wearing it after the yeah. after yes. their party. After the after the par- and How it's creepy funny. is that? I don't that know if funny. I would have picked up on that if it wasn't Ohio State because I specifically saw like, oh, Ohio State, that's yeah, local. That is, and funny. then I thought I, later on in the show, I said, oh, there's the Ohio State. No, because as you're again. pointing out, though, there's a lot of little details in this movie. Yeah, that, callbacks. Uh, it it keeps yeah, yeah callbacks. It keeps things going throughout the movie. It's very clever. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, you know, it's ben, ben Stiller directing it, which I think the director has a lot more to do with that than the writer. I could be wrong in certain aspects Uh, certain aspects but but this movie gets better upon repeat viewings definitely like you get you get more out of it it, which is a sign of a great movie and you know this is more something i should probably save for the end but if you've only seen this movie once you should definitely watch it again because it's got there as as you're pointing out right then it's got a lot to uh pick up on on second viewings or repeat viewings so that's for sure so there's a lot of stuff i'm skipping over here from the opening scene i'm just touching on a few things i thought were important you guys have filled in some of it um at the end of all of this when he's done installing the cable jim carrey ends up offering uh to take 
Stephen out to see the satellite sometime. And out of politeness, Stephen says, the, sure, we should do that sometime. And Jim Carrey says, tomorrow, uh, you know, how about tomorrow evening or I'll pick you up at six or something and, and runs away like a little kid. And like, that's it. Like, they just be like, oh, geez, I guess this is happening. <laughs> he just like runs down the hallway as fast as he can. It's like, so great. Like he's almost got literally t- skipping. He's got like his tool belt on and everything. But did you mention he, uh, he bribes him or whatever? I didn't. I skipped over that. You want to go for it? Oh, yeah. So. Yep. Uh, Steven takes his friend's advice and says, Hey, uh, I heard about if you give somebody 50 bucks, you know, they'll get all the, you know, the premium channels for free. And Jim Carrey's like, who told you that? I want his name. (laughs) What you've done is a bribe. And if convicted, you could be have six months in a correctional facility. Because he's got my favorite part of that quote. <laughs> we always say that correctional facility. So he says that, and he's like, "Ah, oh, no, I'm just messing with you, man." He's like, "I'll juice you up," yep. you know. So well, and you're right when he says, "I'll juice you up," because he says, "Juice, I juiced him up," and stuff like yeah. that. He says that several times throughout the movie. That's it does. Like you know he's got going. It does. You know what else I thought it was funny is he said, "Just consider it one guy doing another guy a solid." So he doesn't take the money, so that he leaves it open ended, so he'll feel obligated to hang out yeah, with him again. Yeah. So you're going to pay for it one way or another. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, no, I'll take your money, but you want to hang out sometime? So he can't say no cuz he just got free cable from. You're him. right. And later yeah. on in the movie, he outright says exactly what you're talking yep. about. Yeah. Uh, I had to, sorry. No, I had to mention that. No, I'm glad you did cuz I, I actually set that. that up and then I didn't go anywhere with it. Mm-hmm. So that was stupid on my part. Uh, so <laughs> Cut to the next day is where I'll go. You're so harsh on yourself. (laughs) Well, because it was dumb. I made a point to say it, and then I didn't go anywhere with it. We're in the heat of the moment, man. Don't worry about it. I got you covered. I got you covered, buddy. (laughs) So we cut to the next day. Uh, Suddenly, Jim Carrey is outside Stephen's apartment honking and yelling for him. And he goes out, he gets in the van with him, they go out to visit the satellite. Uh, This scene, I don't know what you guys want to talk about it, but uh, they... It establishes a lot more about him. They um, end up going up on the satellite, laying down on it, and having a whole heart-to-heart kind it's of kind buddy of a cool com- scene. I like it, it. It is a cool scene because it's almost like they're suddenly real comfortable with each other, yeah. and they, but they, you know, they don't even really know him. And then, like in the scene after, even not to jump ahead, we'll stay back at the thing. But Jim Carrey or um, Stephen Matthew Broderick mentions he does. I, I'm embarrassed to say I don't even know your name. So like throughout this whole thing, they're having this heart to heart on this thing, and yeah. like he doesn't even learn his name. Yeah, he's he's talking about his life. Like uh, when I say he, I mean um, cable guy. He's talking about his life growing up and and everything, and just saying they're going back and forth, and he's t- trying to give Stephen some advice about his love life and everything. And one of the great things is when they're laying down on the satellite dish. Stephen says, "You know, my brother's a speech therapist," and he goes. So <laughs> he's just like he's like a he's like hurt by it like so he's like what's that supposed to mean i don't have anything wrong with me i don't know if you want to skip ahead i have some notes about uh, the flashback that happens uh, did you have anything else you yeah to i'm sorry Sean, well, did you so have anything i guess it's it's more it's more of the callbacks or like the foreshadowing stuff like you had yeah. said about the the satellite dish like they had a heart to heart up there but then not to jump straight to the end of the movie no you're fine but to jump to the end of the movie Spoilers. they're fighting <laughs> yes spoiler warning has been yes, said it's already so, it's been done. so you jump to the end of the movie they go from having you know heart to heart up there being friends and then the end of the movie they're like no, almost killing each other you're in that right because this is where the friendship blossoms and exactly. gets going and in dies. a way and then this is where it ends yep well this is what the part I love. This is 1996. This is before the internet got too huge. 
But everything he talks about is everything we do now. Yes, yeah, I thought yeah. that too. It's, it reminded me of 1984, the it, book. Yes. Like future, or, or Fahrenheit 451. Yeah, where, he's yeah, like, like they foreshadow you, you all pay for your groceries stuff. online. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else he play, says? Playing a video game with your friend yeah, in Vietnam. Yeah, Mortal Kombat with Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, Vietnam, yeah. Yeah, 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 I guess you could do that. You, you can could now. do that. Yeah. You can While you're watching TV. Yeah, watch it. He's like, everything you can do is you can do it. And I was like... At the time when I watched it, I think it was 2000, 2001, I was like, yeah, we already kind of do that right right yeah. now. Like, that's kind of crazy that that. And it was weird because at the time, that probably would have been like, that's ridiculous. This guy's ridiculous. He's talking out of his butt. Like, <laughs> you, you can play video games online with sure. people. You can do your grocery shopping. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's patently ridiculous. Well, just to show how old the tech, the tech is in this, when he sets up the home entertainment system and the big screen TV, like, how outdated does all that oh, stuff look oh, now? All that you stuff, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at the time. Right. At the time, it was awesome. a cutting edge. I was edge, like, wow, but, yeah, but now, now it looks like, like a joke. Man, it takes up half your room. <laughs> and, yeah, it looks terrible. I think it's huge. It's like, a rear projection TV. It's like a rear projection. Right. Or, you know, it's, There's so yeah. much stuff. I'm like, what is all that stuff? <laughs> it's crazy. So you're going to talk about the flashback or no? Uh, yeah, so uh, so we get a... Uh, Am I skipping ahead? You are. I'm actually, sorry, sir. Because that's even after the basketball scene. Is it? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're okay. I'm sorry. I um, so, yeah, that's why I was like, wait, I don't sorry, know on sorry, that. No, I do. Sorry. Okay. When Stephen finally, as I mentioned, Stephen says <laughs> after, after their heart to heart, I don't even know your name. I'm a little embarrassed by that. And Jim Carrey does the whole, uh, you want to know my name? <laughs> like, really? And then he, he gives him this awkward smile after saying, it's, you know, uh, what do you say? It's Ernie Douglas. It's Ernie Douglas. My, friends, Douglas, call my friends call me Chip. And he goes... Mm, bye. <laughs> he just like leaves the van because it is bizarre in a great way. <laughs> this movie has a great tense, funny tone, which is hard to. It's hard to do. It's hard to. Re- yeah, yeah. Because sure. it's like how you, you feel tense. Like this whole movie makes you feel like a not quite tense, like a but it is like a thriller. Like you're like, what's going on? Yeah, you're I don't never feel like I. Yeah, you're never comfortable. But it's all. It's like playful too. It's like playful and it's like funny. You know what I mean? That's why yeah. I think that's a lot of people. It made him feel maybe a little bit too uneasy. And now that we're talking about it and vocalizing it, I think I'm getting to understand why people don't like this movie. If you don't like feeling like that, but it doesn't go too far. It doesn't make you feel like, oh, I feel like this is kind of making me feel like weird. It's just like tense, like a thriller. Like, I don't know what's happening next. Like, I don't yeah, like a Hitchcock yeah. movie or just like, you know, a modern day thriller or whatever. Just like, you're just like, what's, what's happening next? Well, I don't really fully know where this is going. Yeah, and, and to to your note there, or to your point there, there was I I had read something um, about uh, I guess when they shot this movie, they had him play it. Uh, uh, both of them, they or I'm sorry, Jim Carrey, they had him play it to Stephen to Matthew Broderick as a. Um, straight up comedy they had him deliver the lines as comedic lines and then they recorded it again with him doing it more like a dark comedy like a little sinister or weird creepy you know kind of like you're trying to say it's a little hard to articulate i suppose but like they they had him reading it that way uh so and they they did both takes just to see how it was going to go and obviously we know how it ended and even the dark ones though sometimes um i read how sometimes jim like took it too dark and I guess that they there was one scene where he rode up. Um, I guess it looked like the headless horseman. That oh, he really? rode up on Steven. and uh, I guess he gave such a creepy look that when they showed it to like test audiences, they were too creeped out, they were and they had to off. cut it yeah. because he was that creepy that they were like huh. they couldn't handle it in the movie, so they had to cut that scene. That's funny. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Yeah, but I, yeah, that's interesting that they had him like record both ways and then go with mm-hmm. it because you know anyway, that's pretty weird. Um, 
I think so, Jim was a big. I think he wanted it to be darker too. He did. Yeah, <laughs> he was apparently the one who told Judd Apatow to rewrite it to mm-hmm. be darker because he wanted to play it darker. Well, it works because it he's does. stalking him. Right. Yep. <laughs> right. Well, and, and that, that's so, creepy. And even that's, I think where you're going, even with though the he's flashback coming, that we get to. Yeah. Even though yeah. he's like in a good like he's like when you think about it, Jim Carrey is not. He's doing creepy stuff, but nothing too hurtful until he gets his feelings hurt. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But he is being very creepy. But I think it's that one of those situations where it's like I don't I don't know how to interact with people. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. He's more like, socially awkward. Yes, yeah. exactly. But yeah. so it's it's kind of a weird dynamic. Well, and all I love the ki- these characters in this movie. I'll skip ahead just real quick because it, it it's pertinent to what you're saying. Okay. But he he has a line later on where he says uh, Jim Carrey says, uh, you know, I can be your best friend or your worst enemy. Yeah, and so, but that's exactly how he plays this. Because when he starts off, he's a great friend. He's yeah. doing a lot for him. Extravagant, and gifts. then it gets yeah. a little crazy yeah. toward in the second half of right. the film. Yeah, but I, I, I hate to say that because he he says that anyway. I didn't want to skip too far ahead. Sorry, I didn't, no, I didn't mean to do that. I no, just wanted no, to point no, we've been that all out. over the place. Sorry, you're okay, you're okay. No, it's it's good to bring up now because that's what you're saying. I'll forget. So, um, <laughs> the brain's getting old. <laughs> so next in the movie, kind of, um, I'm skipping past a few things, uh, but we get a quick update from the TV on the Sam Sweet trial. Yay! And so th- <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know. This. I love these. So I didn't know this uh, even upon repeat viewings until what? I was reading about this. They so, play a 911 recording, mm-hmm. like on the thing, and it's, it's Asian. Uh, he was speaking Asian or he something. It's hilarious. Asian. He Asian. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so what? No. So oh. okay. The thing I didn't know is Jim Carrey recorded that. That's Jim Carrey's voice. Oh wow. So there's a fan theory out there that Chip Douglas, Jim Carrey's character, actually was stalking Sam Sweet after the show was canceled, wanting to be his buddy, like maybe that was one of his preferred customers, and killed the brother when the friendship wasn't returned. And that's why he said, I hope they fry that and things like that. That's why he's so interested in the trial. Okay. I'm not a big fan of fan theories, but I love this theory. <laughs> I thought that I was cool. I love that theory. That makes the movie that much more. I better. thought that was I cool. Swear. And that's where uh, Sean, what do you think about that theory? That's interesting. Man, I didn't. I would have never known that he recorded that. I had no idea. That's crazy. I didn't know that until I was reading it. But yeah, I it guess sounds like Ben Stiller. That's it does. crazy. Ben Stiller insisted, I guess, that Jim Carrey record that. So. It's not, huh. at least what I could find, it's never actually said, Ben Stiller's never said if that was like an actual thing, right. but it's a weird little side note. Well, so, so this, talking about talking about uh, Chip uh, murdering people, he he talks, <laughs> <laughs> when he sees Stephen's um, uh, girlfriend, I guess, fiance, whatever, whatever they yeah, are Robin. at the time, yeah. yeah, when he sees Robin, when he shows up at her apartment, and he was talking about his girl that he proposed to, and then they split up. But then she's no longer with us. Yeah. And he said, don't go, don't go, what, Cliff? Bungee jumping. Bungee jumping, bungee jumping in, in Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. But it made me think, did he kill her? Or was that story even oh. at all true? See, that's one of those like, Joker Dark Knight things is like, is this a lie? Right. Or is this actually true? Exactly. This actually ha- you don't know. No, and that's like, what I love about that. I'm like, yeah. did he ever I even have I a girl? I think that's that a he... joke and that he's just like, I'm just saying this because I know what to say to get this girl. True. But then part of it's like, no, I'm just going to use this real life experience and so be Mac, vulnerable. I was, exactly. hoping, I was hoping maybe you knew that was from a movie because I, I don't know. I've, everything else Not that, that I'm he talks of. about is from TV shows and true. movies. And... I didn't see anything about that. 
I, I think I want to say this, and I don't have anything to back it up, but I think that's probably an improvised moment by you Jim Carrey. Yeah, it feels like it, yeah, because it's not something from a, a TV. It's okay. not something from movie or whatever, anything like that. Because all the stuff he talks about is from TVs or movie. Yeah, but that is nothing from. I've seen a lot of movies, but I've never and nothing folks, like that. If you out there know that that is, if please you know, tell us. Please tell us. Tweet at us. Yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> or email us. Let us know. So I was gonna go ahead and sc- cut ahead to uh, the basketball scene. Go ahead. Um, and then after that is the scene you want to talk about, Mike. Yeah, Just sorry. To, <laughs> no, you're okay. Um, so uh, we cut to uh, Stephen playing basketball with Rick. Uh, that's Jack Black and his friends uh, at like a YMCA or something, you know, just in a basketball court. And uh, so it's indoors. Uh, so Chip shows up and there's a really good scene of them playing basketball set to Filters. Uh, hey, man, nice shot. Yeah. Uh, very 90s, <laughs> but awesome song that for that scene. That fits the scene pretty well. Oh, though, too. Actually, I I like the music in this movie. Me too. It's very. It's nineties though. It's nineties. So it's, it's very. Some 90s. of it's older, yep. but yeah. uh, most of it's nineties. And I'm like, it's okay. It's not bad. It's not too bad. No, it's it was good. A good. It was a good soundtrack to fit the mood. I thought pretty mm-hmm. well. That, that too. is a good sh- song did, though. I'm they sorry. Did play Especially for that, that scene. Like, it, it is. Perfect yeah, it's for it. the perfect. Well, because it's a little like dark and psycho. Yeah. but Awesome. It's got a lot of energy to it. Anyway, yeah, that was a good one. The only thing I I, I would just say watch the scene. I'm not going to go through it much. The one thing I wanted to say that I thought was interesting reading about it was apparently Jim Carrey didn't know how to dribble a basketball. (laughs) And so they actually told him to just mime dribbling a basketball. And in the I went back and rewatched it yesterday after I had read this and there's no point that they show him dribbling a basketball. So physically as physically gifted as he is, he the dude's made of rubber. And how his physical comedy is a large part of what makes him funny. Yeah. Like, I cannot believe he doesn't know how to dribble a basketball. That's weird. That sounds like a very basic thing that you could teach somebody in five minutes Well, he or is less. Canadian, so... No, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, so, apparently, um, this I, this article that I was looking up on this, show, on this movie yeah. uh, beforehand, I guess that they went to Carrie's house for three to four hours just to teach him fundamentals of, of basketball because oh, he, he was no so idea hopeless. Then. Oh, he had no idea that, how to do that. I just anything. saw he couldn't Well, that makes this scene that much better because he, he understands well enough to how to make it funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, apparently, they, they he said... He sells it. He, he, told <laughs> he sells it a lot. Like It's really great. He said that it was because he's Canadian that he doesn't know anything about basketball. <laughs> if it was a hockey Did he scene, say that? yeah, he said in quotes, "I'm a Canadian. I don't know anything about basketball." Called it. If it was a hockey scene, you would all over it. <laughs> uh, I love, by the way, Matthew Broderick in this movie. Oh, there's Bill Murray's brother. I can't remember his name. Murray. Uh, he's the guy in the uh, huh? I just said the last name. Murray. Oh, <laughs> just Murray. 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 not the guy with the armband. Um, they'll show him again here. He was in Mad Men too. They don't show him again. But I love Matthew Broderick and Jim Carrey in this as far as their acting. Because you have to, like, I think that's who it is. Yeah, sorry. But he's like, it's really great because you have to balance, like, the drama. And it's mostly comedic. But you don't think of Matthew Broderick as a funny person. He's been in funny movies. Yeah. You know, but you don't think of him as a funny person. But, you know, he's a Broadway actor. He's a stage actor as well as in movies. But he does a great job of being the straight man. And there's something I want to talk about a little later about Matthew Broderick's character. Sure. I want to talk about it later. So remind me if I I forget. But I want to talk about it and why it works so well for me in this movie. I don't know if it does for you. We'll, We'll discuss that later. But I love their moments. Like just watching this on mute 
just their <laughs> expressions, it's funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you know, a funny part about this, the scene that's on right now is when yeah. Jim Carrey slam dunks the ball and it breaks the uh, the backboard. The yeah. glass, Apparently yeah. the stunt coordinator was fired over that shot yeah. because it shattered forward instead of backward. Yeah, the pyrotechnics but, uh, are supposed to go backwards. And that actually is the shot that they used. Because if you watch that shard of glass just falls slowly forward and, and like shatters over the hoop. So yeah. that I, I think that's actually the one that made it in the scene. But Even he ironically it also it? got him fired. Yeah, because like, That's the, great. I, I love it because it falls double. on him and there's like a piece of glass and Jim Carrey's like cloak of his neck it's a it's a stunt double for the actual dunking yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, and i guess he got glass ball blown in his face yeah, or something. yeah it was not real good guess that'll get you fired. but like you said that was the final shot they used right and, you know yeah, yeah you're fired but that shot was great so we're gonna use it <laughs> but get also, out of here. we have to mention what jim carrey is wearing can you describe for the uh, our audience members what what jim carrey is wearing to play basketball <laughs> can somebody do that please what would you call it sean Man, it was short, 70, short. Yeah, it's seventies basketball, 70s. and he does seventies again at the uh, at the karaoke party. He's pretty seventies. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think it's that TV thing. It's, that's when he, he was growing up, right? Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's what he sees as cool. It's really short shorts. He's wearing like a generic uh, basketball jersey tank top. <laughs> he's wearing a headband, which is not not big, not that big of a deal, right? But much like me, he's wearing Chuck Taylors in the high socks. In the high socks, like the like the. <laughs> Thigh high socks with the stripes on them, like my dad used to wear back Calf in the day. Calf high, yes. Yeah, not, be... not thigh high. <laughs> that would be really odd. <laughs> He's going to the strip club. <laughs> no, sorry, calf high, not thigh high. God, I don't know body parts that well. Um, but it, he looks totally seventies, which makes it all the more ridiculous because everybody, it's the nineties, so everybody's just wearing t-shirts and baggy. Um, you know, basketball shorts. It, it it's reminds not that big me of deal. Harlem Globetrotters. Yes, sure. <laughs> like their their uniform kind of. That's from a good the way. Old, to say old... it. Yeah. That's a perfect way. That's a perfect shortcut for that. <laughs> that was what I thought of anyway. Um, so after the basketball game, uh, he so he refuses to go out with Chip Douglas after the game. You know, instead of them going out, he says, "Let's go grab a Heine. We'll change it. You know, I'm not your friend or whatever." But anyway, so he he says, "I'm gonna go home and shower." So anyway, so he gets home and he's got a bunch of messages on his answering machine. Yes, answering machine. Um, <laughs> but they're the all 90s. from Chip. Nineties. But like, I love these too because we still quote the because he's like, uh, "I was just blow drying my hair. I thought you might have called. Uh, that ever happened to you? Give me a call." We'll I think it. you've left that voicemail on my <laughs> I think on I my did phone before. one time. I think you've left that, and I was like, uh, "That's why we're friends." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just great, and it's just. But you see, as you were kind of talking about with Matthew Broderick, like his facial expressions through a lot of this are great because they're. I I feel like they're pretty real reactions. I don't know what you want to talk about later. I, I'm not going to skip ahead on your talk, but he gives really genuine yes. reactions. He's listening to these because he's like. You know, he, he gets home and it's like, you have 11 messages or something. He's like, all right. Like, he's happy. And then <laughs> yeah. he starts, as they keep going, he, he gets more and more, like, his eyebrows go, like, lower. And he yeah, gets more yeah. concerned. And he's like, huh. Like, he's like, something's good. Well, because the first one's like, look, yeah. Stephen, this is your father. Call your mother. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and the other one, normal. yeah, it's pretty normal ones. And then a couple, I think it's a couple normal ones. And then it's just Chip. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, later on in the movie, when they both come into his house and, uh, and he has no messages, and Chip says, "Nobody, nobody loves, loves you." you. I yeah, say that word all line. the time. Yep. Nobody loves you. <laughs> yep. I look at my phone. I'm like, "Oh, nobody loves." Well, me. because it also <laughs> kind of rubs in that he was the one leaving him messages. Right. Remember, man, I love you. I was right. calling you all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
It's great. So after he listens to all those, uh, Robin's at the door because she's coming over to watch Sleepless in Seattle, which I skipped over earlier. Was a suggestion from Chip Douglas because it's on cable this month. Yeah. And so she comes over. That's a great movie. They're trying to get back together, (laughs) and uh, she comes in. Things are going well. They're sitting on the couch chatting. He turns on the TV and it's just static. And he's suddenly upset. And he says, the cable guy's a friend of mine. I'll give him a call. I'm a preferred customer. And so he goes to call him. And no sooner than he picks up the phone and hits dial. And, the you know, there's a knock on the door. Which again, Jim Carrey. Yep. Big bang. You're correct. <laughs> oh, your theory stands so, up. So uh, Chip gives him uh, crap about only calling when he needs something. You know, it's funny how you only call when you need yeah. something. It's uh, very needy. It's extremely needy. Yeah. And so he's all sarcastic about it. And he says, uh, I gave you free cable what have you ever done for me and so and of um, course like robin's there and she's waiting she's like yeah she's on the couch and he's like can you just hurry this up yeah so uh steven agrees to go out with him you know anything just name it you know and he's like we go out tomorrow night we'll hang out and he's like anything that's fine you know and he's like you're too good to me really <laughs> he says it like, like real sarcastic. sarcastic. Yeah, super great. sarcastic. Well, like, the line deliveries, I'm not doing these justice. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, well, watch the movie to find out. <laughs> no, you should. And that's what I'm trying to relay. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> there, his delivery on these lines the, yeah. is great. And then this, he he just yells, all set? All set. <laughs> Slams <laughs> the door shut. The only funny away. thing is, so in Jim Carrey's hand, he's got like a cut piece of like coax cable. <laughs> and then he flips a switch. Yep. It's like up at shoulder like like a light switch and all set. What is like that? a fuse box? Switch, it's like a fuse box. Okay, so I work was the for, whole building. I out? work for the <laughs> the second largest cable company in the world. I have no idea what that is. That's not <laughs> a what thing. What does that mean? That's not a thing. Well, that's but that's how cable works. Well, and but Stephen, that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Stephen, like, it's okay. like gestures or something to his like, what well, was with the cut cable or something? He's like, it's just for effect. Yeah, yeah. so he's, he's like, just being just dramatic about yeah. it. But that's but that's definitely what chip douglas is in this he's all about effect i mean everything's for dramatic effect it's and that's i guess where the drama comes into play yeah. here i suppose you know it's funny to me at this point that yeah. um steven is not more creeped out by the fact that he was already standing outside the door Waiting knocked as me. he was gonna call like yeah. how's he how's he, he know everything i would yeah. be creeped out by yeah. that but i think he's so panicked and trying to make it work with his Robert, girlfriend yeah. that he's just like this is weird right but you know what first things first prioritize i gotta get back with my lady right that's the only thing i can think of because i'm with you i'm like yeah hold on you, you gotta like, go right, this dude, is that's... this is weird i gotta take care of this weird cable guy yeah. situation what are you doing in my door get the freak <laughs> out of here <laughs> unless he assumed unless he assumed that he was already there because he knew the cable was already out like he was already there fixing in, in it the or it. yeah yes. something they never really addressed but it but it don't really address it but the scene still works yeah, yeah. Right. It is like because it's just like you can tell things are getting real awkward God bless and, you. Yeah, he's you're like, too good to me. You're too, you're good, too to good, me. good to me. You really, you really are. Are. And Jim Carrey's look as he turns and walks away to go fix, I, fixing air quotes, fix the cable. Yeah, it, is, goes. A, it is like Ta-da! a fuse box here. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's a very weird scene. And, and, and Jim Carrey, like he's like self-aware because he's like, what's with the cut cord? And he's like, eh, it's just for dramatic effect or whatever. And he just like he so he knows that the cable cord is ridiculous. He's just like ah, I'm just. He's doing got it a specific this. goal in mind though, is to get Stephen to hang out with him. He achieves it, so now he's laughing and stuff. Yeah, yeah for he's sure. like you know, he was like, agitated. I got what I wanted. Yeah, he was agitated when he got. Well, there. everything's mm-hmm. done on purpose. Yeah, I, I know that sounds. No, weird, he's in, but no, there's like no accidents with this guy. No, everything he's, is done on purpose. Yeah, he's imbalanced. 
he's completely imbalanced. He goes from being sarcastic to being angry to being like impish, like <laughs> yeah. I pulled a little fast one on you. Now you got to hang out with me, you know. So it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's real kind of crazy. So and then we get the scene um, that I think you wanted to talk about, Mac. But it's uh, it's Chip as a kid watching TV. And the mom goes to leave to happy hour because he says, oh, when am I getting? I thought you, you promised me a little brother. And he's that's why mom's going to happy hour. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's um, a bit much. You can tell. The mom is Kathy Griffin. I thought that was kind of funny because yeah, huh. you don't even really see that. her. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. why even bother? But um, <laughs> I'm glad you don't see her. Um, <laughs> um, she's well, annoying. The only piece I wanted to say in this one is that she calls the TV Mr. Babysitter or whatever. Yeah. That's right, you know. That's and then disturbing. So that's the babysitter is the TV. But so, then tells him to get away from it because it's going to rot his brain. It's going to rot his brain. So watch it, but get away from it. And the movie, well, she's still trying to be a mother. <laughs> I suppose. You know, she's she, trying. A little bit of She's one. got some morals. <laughs> trying. Um, but the Not movie succeeding. he's watching is Play Misty for me. Okay, this is what I wanted to okay, talk about. Go for have it. you seen this movie? Yes, I have. Okay, yeah. have you seen this movie, Sean? No. This is a great movie. Uh, it stars the the mother from uh, Arrested Development, and okay. she's also an archer. Lucille. Yeah, <laughs> she's a great, great comedic yeah, act- Jessica actress. Walter. Yes. Jessica Walter. Jessica Walter. Thank you very much. And it stars Clint Eastwood. And it's about a DJ. It's from the 70s. It's about a DJ and a fan stalks him. So it's funny it's that like he's watching this movie because the movie... Psycho stalker. Yeah, <laughs> so that's kind of where he gets the ideas of what's going on. And if you haven't seen that movie, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but it is a great It is a good one. Movie. Yeah, because I, so, you know, I, I didn't watch it until probably 10 years ago and maybe now, so, but it's still good. That's pretty genius to have yes. in the callback, and that's such it's a, a small great, detail yeah. that you, you, probably most people don't pick no, up. That's not, no, most people don't pick up because most people probably haven't seen that movie exactly. because it's just one of those movies that just like... Yeah. It came out, it was well received, and then you never hear about it. Right. You know, people aren't really talking about it because there were other movies that did that that stalker thing better. Sure. Yeah. But that's a classic one to do because if you've seen it, it has it is really weird. It leaves you with like a weird feeling, and it stars like Clint Eastwood, who's like one of the most manly men ever in Hollywood, <laughs> and especially at that time in the seventies, right? Like with him being in cowboy movies and Dirty Harry. Yep, he couldn't be more of a man, but that like it made you scared. Like, uh, what's that one movie from the eighties with Michael Douglas, where he gets uh, he cheats on his wife, and the wife comes back for him? I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna oh, kick I myself. Yeah, I know. Here, I'm pulling it up. Uh, it's got Glenn Close in it. Fatal Attraction. Fatal okay. Attraction. It, that's that's it's it reminded me of that yeah. kind of movie where it's just that movie's different because that's about an affair that goes bad this one's about a stalker a fan that goes too far yeah gotcha. and i'm not going to ruin it for you because that's the s- synopsis of the movie but it's i love that that movie's on tv because when i saw this the first time i'd never seen that movie and i'm like he's just watching tv yeah, yep. but when i had seen that movie and he's playing it and it's a part of the movie where the main characters being teased by the then fan you know she's just like you know your nostrils flare when you get angry angry. like it's the same thing he just did to steven is what chip did to steven it's like it's like you know he pissed steven off and then tried to play it off like yeah you gotta hang out with me i just did cut this cord for effect so this movie knows exactly what it's doing and i love love that point so you know another funny connection that you didn't make what's up with that movie in this movie is uh, Clint Eastwood directed that movie also? Did he direct that movie? Huh. Ben Stiller. Yeah, ah, Ben same, Stiller directed this one. So, well, no, Ben Stiller likes to star in the movies that he directs. Clint Eastwood starred and directed in that movie. Yeah. So cool. anyway, it's you can you can see 
I guess uh, a little bit that Ben Stiller is it's like a parallel. influenced. Yeah, yeah. By, yeah. So anyway, it's really good. No, right. I love that. It's like a tiny little moment. It doesn't take a whole lot of time. No, but it's but that's like it exactly. adds to the the brilliance of this movie, the hidden brilliance of this movie. I that's, love it. I love it. That's it's a nice little point. Yep. Yep. That's all I wanted to say. Okay. No, that's <laughs> That's a good movie too, by the way. If you're looking for a good thriller kind of creep out movie, that's like not gory or anything like that cuz I don't, you know me, I'm not in the gore that much. Yeah, but yeah. No, no, but no, that's no. that's a really it's, it's a really it's a genuinely scary movie. It's a good thriller. It know? is. Yep. So the next scene we end up at is uh, they're going out the next night after Stephen had agreed to it, and he takes him to the finest restaurant in town. And by the way, <laughs> this scene starts with the slamming of the car doors. Yes, it does. It's because as soon as they're getting out, and <laughs> yep. then he's on screen. That is bigger a sound than theory. Did you come up with that? Or did you find that online? I came up with it. Ah, you're good, good, man. That you are good. good. I like that. You're on the right show. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so they're at <laughs> sorry, I love Janine Garofalo. <laughs> yeah, and Janine Garofalo is their waitress, and she is great in this. She's she, great. <laughs> she hates her job you could tell yeah and then there there were no utensils in medieval times hence there pepsi. are no utensils at medieval times but they had pepsi dude i got a lot of table i got a lot of <laughs> <pepsi. Man. laughs> that's great and i love her so. face when like uh jim carrey's doing like the medieval talk. orders <laughs> yeah. her voice. Her eyes, you just have to watch it i think we're gonna do a gif of that please do <laughs> yeah okay yeah yeah we're gonna have to do a lot of them we're gonna have like 15 gifs of it on our website oh there's there's too many good clips there's too many one. we're gonna have to have like five different trillion gifts so uh i i don't have a whole lot of notes on this this whole scene at medieval times is great with andy dick playing the um you know the uh the master of ceremonies master, yeah you know sort whatever of deal, for, for the know. jousting and stuff and <laughs> sorry so, he's so into it yeah jim carrey so chip douglas is very into medieval <laughs> times he loves it he's mouthing the words he comes here all the time you can tell he ends up saying he gives the knights all they're all preferred customers he's hooked them up with free cable uh so him and steven go down to do battle on you know in the as part oh, of the show i love this part and the only thing i the only note i have i don't know what you guys want to talk about the only real note i have about this was did you know matthew broderick's allergic to horses so yeah he, he had oh get, i didn't know that he had to get through this and film it pretty quick apparently oh <laughs> um, yeah they said like during the takes he had to like hold in his sneezes like yeah. he was like trying to he was stop sneezing yeah just to do the takes oh i didn't know that yep. okay yeah That's... so so we get the obviously there's a lot of callbacks i mean he flat out says you know when kirk and spock are forced to do battle and, oh you know, they i love battle that part. In the same way the one thing is yeah. can i say something about that Please so do. he so chip mentions like this is like when kirk and spock had to do battle and the music kicks in, and Jim Carrey is like humming along with the music like perfectly because Jim Carrey goes, yeah, exactly like that. And then the real music kicks in in the background, like the actual music from the episode of Star Trek. That was that was great. That was great. And and his Jim Carrey's humming fits the music perfectly. Usually when you hum, you're out of tune or you're off beat a little bit, or you're a little bit behind or a little bit ahead. But Jim Carrey is right on, and he does it not only when they're fighting, and he does like the little. <laughs> which is hilarious and his That's face is crazy part. but when he walks away and he knocks Matthew Broderick down <laughs> It goes, it goes, ba ba ba, because that's what the, that the music does. It goes yeah. like a ba ba ba. He's doing it the whole time. He's, he's playing fighting. the scene in his he's head. He's playing yes. it in his head. He's doing it. It's like something a little kid would do. For sure. It is. Like if you when you played Star Wars, you would. But go you're like, right though, because he was he was spot on with it. So it's kind of like how many times is he watching? Yeah, how many times is he? So it made me think. So they, 
you know, they didn't really think anything of putting him on the on the floor to do the battle, and he knew all yeah. the words to everything. And it's like, has he done this to other people? Oh, that's what I thought. Steven? That's what I thought. Well, you know. I think that's where that Sam Sweet trial comes back into it. Did, <laughs> did he take? Well, you know, him out to I, I think he's done this a few times, and they're just like, sure, they're just. <laughs> that's why they're. At the one point, he's like, he's not playing. Like, yeah, because he got on the freaking horse, dude. Yeah. He's not playing. <laughs> well, and, and when they when they um, when they call them down, they call him master, but they call Stephen Lord, oh, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's also the he's like got also uh, Chip has delusions of grandeur, as well. Oh, like for that's, sure. Yeah, that's why I love that part. Where he's like uh, master, whatever, a uh, Douglas and yeah. a Lord Stephen Colfax to come down or whatever. That's that's really great, and you can tell like he, this is his play area like this is where people come to entertain themselves and it's supposed to be like people who are professionally trained right to entertain a crowd yeah but he's these just weapons like, no. are all real <laughs> <laughs> yeah the weapons are real he, like, he really that's cuts, what the armor's for <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he really cuts like the uniform or whatever you call it like yeah. the the outfit of steven and stuff it's it's pretty crazy but i love love this part but i i would be <laughs> remiss if i didn't mention uh before they go out there to do battle jim carrey says the line down 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 Red Knights going down because they're in the blue section, and I always say that, and people are like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Oh, Never nobody's mind. seen that movie." <laughs> you can tell Steven's so embarrassed at that point too. He's like covering his face as yeah, he's doing that, and he plays that so well. Oh, it's it's really good. Yep. It's really good stuff. I was gonna skip past. Did you guys have anything else you want to say about this whole scene? I mean, there's... I mean, it's a really great scene. You should totally. Just I, that's watch why this I didn't want to talk. I don't want to talk about every aspect because I, I right, want right. you people to out there to rewatch this if you've seen it before, or give it a first chance if you haven't. If you, maybe you've heard bad things about it, give it a <laughs> give it a chance. And there's a lot of stuff that we're skipping over that should make you laugh still. Yeah. So I don't. Oh, wanna, I don't want to go through. I, every I don't want to. Yeah, every joke. That's that, sure. that'll ruin the comedy part of it. Because <laughs> there's yeah. a, there's just a ton of jokes in this movie and. There's great so uh so after the the, we get back to his place and uh there's all this new av equipment at steven's apartment yep and you know it looks like somebody's taking the liberty of upgrading your home entertainment system (laughs) (laughs) and uh it's very extravagant for the time um equipment i mean it's what probably 10 grand worth of equipment all in there i mean just the you know i don't know the brand back then either no No, i mean it's not at all professional like speakers it was more expensive than oh yeah for sure for sure and uh so you know he says no this is too extra i can't take i can't accept this you know and he says too much fine my guy can't pick it up till tuesday or something like that he (laughs) says so you know uh can i store it here till then and he says sure that's fine and so they they end up agreeing that they're going to have a karaoke jam to to you know to break it in or use yeah it to or break whatever. it in just before they give it back or whatever. So uh, then it, I think, pretty well basically cuts straight to the karaoke jam. Yeah. Um. um yeah. Does it do the? Uh, it. it uh, I think Steven's watching TV or somebody's watching TV, and the brother sweet brother thing comes on, which is the made for TV documentary that Eric Roberts stars in. Eric Roberts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brother. Yeah. Sweet Eric brother. Roberts. Um. <laughs> who you probably know from the dark knight he plays that one gangster that batman pushes off the ledge but anyway he's been in a bunch of other stuff and from best of the best he's in a made for tv movie based on ben stiller's character that's in trial right now like the trial's still going he's like but you can watch the story and it's a made for tv movie and it's called brother sweet brother and eric roberts plays both parts which is pretty crazy like i it's just so weird it's just so weird but you've seen a lot of stuff like that and for those of you who don't know, some people don't know about these, I guess. They don't know about made-for-TV movies. They're just movies 
made for television. <laughs> so it's like the movies made on a television budget. Sometimes they were good. Uh, sometimes, most of the time, they were bad. By the 90s, I think they were mostly kind of bad. Probably. But in the 70s and 80s, they were actually, some of them were better than regular movies. Do, do you have any, like, memory, uh, Sean, about watching any made-for-TV movies? I think, wasn't it made-for-TV? It was. It's made-for-TV I remember movie. that one. That one scared the scared me to death yeah when i was when i was young. it's pretty crazy yeah but that was yeah, yeah that was like the biggest one i can remember yeah a lot of people thought that was in theaters yeah it's like three hours long so it's right. not in the theaters it was but multiple parts right yeah it was a two-parter yeah so you watched it the first night and then the next night you would watch them there was a lot of stuff like that yep. there was a lot of good they they usually did books that way gotcha. so they'd film like a book whatever it is like i don't know alice in wonderland and it was a, there was an alice in wonderland musical that i love actually as a kid that was like that and it would you would watch it either the next night or they would wait till the next week and you had to watch it for the second part but i just like it because it's it's obviously played for comedic effect right but eric roberts is like he's a real actor Mm -hmm. and he was in a lot of dramatic stuff like that so i just thought it was funny that he was in this made for tv movie within this movie I, i love the little tv stuff that they had they keep throwing like all this like tv trivia and movie trivia at you like in the background not not in your face but like if you can pick up on it like if you were like me and loved TV and loved movies, like you would pick up on all of this stuff because you would see it on TV all the time. And maybe, like me, you were a little bit obsessed <laughs> with TV and movies. Which, and though, like, it fits the movie so well. It so does. His character, like, that's all he knows. Yeah, he, he has no like, original well, Maybe thoughts. I should it's go all... outside for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, Peter, did you watch any uh, made for TV movies growing up? Uh, not a whole or you lot. You can remember. To be real honest. Yeah. I don't think we. They're not really a thing anymore. No. No, Lifetime Originals. No. (laughs) Does that count? (laughs) So, yeah, so it gets to the karaoke jam, um, and he's got all his friends over there. Yeah. uh, So all the friends are the preferred customers, apparently, but it's a lot of um, older people, (laughs) which is pretty funny, except for one uh, pretty girl off to the side. Right. And, uh, you know, he... uh, Chip encourages Steven to go talk to her because she's been eyeing him. And so he goes over and they kind of hit it off, you know, and he says, can I get you a beer? And she's like, how about a tequila? <laughs> and he's like, all right. That's what so I want to hear. They end up uh, spending the night <laughs> together. But um, yeah. we get a little spot where uh, Jim Carrey's walking around taking Polaroids. Yeah. All you hipsters out there. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> in his in his seventies clothes with his tassels flying really all over the place. He's got man. fringe and tassel, and he's got a seventies uh, butterfly uh, collar going on. <laughs> and I needed more scenes. I don't know about you, but I needed more scenes with Jim Carrey and Jack Black. Yes, yeah, so they didn't play that up a whole lot. They should. Well, because Jack yeah. Black wasn't a thing then. Right. True. So. But I, I love the way they played off each other in the scene. I was like, man, I need more of this. Yeah. I need more of this. Because I thought that could have been a real good part of the movie where the two friends are fighting each other. But that's really not where the what the movie's about. But I was like, could you use one more scene of that? One yeah. more scene. Well, that, he says the whole, like, uh, you know, I because I, uh, Rick, Jack Black, young. he's like, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know what your deal is, but I'm going to find out or something. He's like, don't dig too deep because you might get burned, burned by, by the, the molten lava. lava. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack Black Jack just Black's like, face is like, like, he raises his eyebrows and like what? slowly turns away, pivots away from that. But I just thought that was a great, like genuine reaction kind of because yeah. it's like, what? <laughs> And also, I, I got to mention too, one of the guests at the party is a cop, and uh, he comes back into yeah, there's play. There's two of them there. He comes back into play later. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. two of them. I but, forgot uh, that it was the same one. Good yeah. call. Yeah, it's both of them. So you don't, you can't hardly see the other guy, but he's, yeah. he's in the corner too. Right. Oh, I'll be honest, I didn't notice the other guy was there. Yeah, the other guy's there. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I don't know if they show him again. I saw the one dude. Huh? Okay. I don't know. They're not gonna. 
He's he's there. But I just thought it was funny at this karaoke jam. Everybody's drinking yeah, and stuff. Is. The, the yeah. cop is in uniform. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> at the place. Yeah, he's just standing there. And he's standing like a cop, too. Like, he's not, like, have a drink in his hand. And he's not, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think he has a cigarette. See, like, there's young people there, but they're a bunch of weirdos. Yeah, they're all That weird. old guy is the best, by the way. <laughs> that old guy is the best. Was that a McPoyle? I know it wasn't. I don't know. Could all right, be. for any of you, we'll say it is always sunny fans. We'll see. <laughs> I think there we'll was a McPoyle at this party. Yeah. So do do you think do you think all of his preferred customers choose to do these things that he invites them to, or do they feel forced just like Ooh, Steven do does? Do they know better, so they show up? Right. Yeah. Are they like, <laughs> oh man, I got to do what this guy well, says? Well, here's the he's, thing: he's if you crazy. had a stalker and he's got a new victim, you'd be like, yeah, I'll do whatever you want as long as you leave me alone. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? That's like, true. To, <laughs> sorry for Cry, the next sucker, but like, right. you know what I mean. Medieval times with the get on the horse, guys. Which is. <laughs> Which is actually kind of at the end of the movie how it is too the the dude in the helicopter yeah yeah so wouldn't you be like yeah hey blah 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 yeah sure because who knows what he's done like he and later in the movie he messes around with Steven right and starts to screw up his life who knows what he's done with those other people right yeah when he was obsessed with them or if even if he was obsessed maybe he's just obsessed with Steven who knows yeah who knows we don't know so I thought it was funny too just as a not so much for the movie, I suppose, but just in, in general, if you remember MTV back in the day, <laughs> this was a music video that they would play on MTV, was this whole him yeah. singing this song. <laughs> yeah, the it's really kind of great, though. It, but it, I don't it's know pretty what, good, but it was funny that... He sounds like a goat. This, <laughs> But it's Jim Carrey singing. Yeah. And that was the music video, was him singing this. Jim Carrey I don't know, I just thought it was, was a huge star. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is this is this is the height of Jim Carrey, which right is why here. he got paid a record-breaking amount of money. He hasn't even done know? Liar Liar yet, which I don't really like. But he, <laughs> yeah. he hasn't even done Liar Liar yet. He hasn't done a bunch of other movies that no. he was famous for um, at the time, like the Truman Show. Like he hasn't done that. This is this is a couple of years after The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, and Ace Ventura, which all are in the same year. And Batman yeah. Forever, which and is Ace crazy. Ace Ventura when nature calls. That's crazy yeah. that those came out in the same yeah. year. In the like, same that's year, nuts. Yeah. he's just that dude everywhere was hot. at that point. That this he was, you couldn't get any hotter back then. Like he could, couldn't get any hot. Those are three. I have to watch The Mask again because it's been a while. Same yeah. But those other movies, they're one. so was, good. Cameron Diaz's first movie. Yeah. The mask. Oh, she, she looks, looks so she good. She looks totally different. She looks different. She looks way different. It's like a movie. different person. Yeah, I haven't watched. Not I haven't watched way, the mask because I remember <laughs> like I was like, man, she's really hot. And then like other movies, I mean, she's still hot. But I haven't watched like, the mask in the longest time. But I just remember reading. I just remember reading for some reason that was her first movie that she was in. That movie hit a sweet spot. I was fourteen when that movie came out. Souls like so after the karaoke jam. Okay. Oh, after the karaoke jam. So we get to see. Uh, so they're like, it's like the next morning, and he's making him some scramby eggs, and it is funny as Sean pointed out because Jim Carrey is absolutely wearing the Ohio State sweater <laughs> from the beginning of the movie. Go Bucks! So he is getting into his place. There's Ren and Stimpy playing on the TV, <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah, I love Ren and Stimpy. Um, you like Ren and Stimpy, Sean? Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, you guys. How could you not? You can you stay. You can stay. <laughs> you borrowed my DVDs from me. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that right? Yeah. we did. Yeah. Log. So. Log. <laughs> <laughs> so uh it's funny so they're chatting about the girl that steven met the previous night uh long story short i'll spoil it of course but that she was a hooker and he i love how he tells her or tells him about it though the you know i buy this time you buy next time and he's like wait what, what <laughs> like but i love his reaction because i could like, yeah here you go it's right here i, I love could it totally see this being a real reaction to this news <laughs> he, he just, just stops, stops eating, eating. <laughs> by what? And he's like, by what? What does that mean? Like, because you, like, you, you would say that, you'd be like, by what? what? He's like, the women. It's the women. <laughs> 
They just stare at each other. Do you mean that Heather this is a is, prostitute? This is <laughs> he just flat out asks. And he's, he's like, prostitute. "You don't think I have friends that look like that, right?" <laughs> and he's like, "Of course she is." Like it's like an, a foregone conclusion. Yeah, it's no, it's it's hilarious though. Just the whole delivery and the reaction, I think, was great. And then he's just get out, get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> After he says she's totally clean, I checked her out because he's just ago, had it with a this guy. <laughs> yeah, he probably her doesn't like if it, if he's anything like me. It's like, what are you doing with my sweatshirt on? That'd be the first thing I say. So, yeah. But Steven uh, just had a good man. night. He's, yeah. he's on the rocks with his girlfriend. He didn't want the karaoke jam, but, you know, he had a good time. He thought he had a good time. Now right. he's finding out maybe he didn't have such a good time <laughs> beforehand. But Enjoy this musical interlude as the Super Movie Ball crew takes a short break. Sozinha Ah, se ela soubesse Que quando ela passa O mundo sorrindo Se enche de graça E fica mais lindo Por causa do amor So he, if you hadn't, couldn't tell, we had a bathroom break, so we're coming back at it. But <laughs> wrong. So Stephen kicks him out of the house because he's all upset that uh, she was a prostitute, and so he uh, <laughs> he tells him to get out. So he's not real happy about that. I'm gonna skip past that. Do you guys have anything else you want to say about that? Um, I don't think so. No, because I think the next one is the date. Next scene, yes, Robin is out on a date with Owen Wilson, oh, yeah. who is the perfect yeah. butthole. <laughs> I thought he plays this. Oh, he plays it really great. He does. He does. So, because I could see some woman being like, well, he just knows yeah. what he wants. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. taking command of the situation. Yeah. <laughs> but for all guys, we're just like, uh, that guy's a D-bag. <laughs> well, because he says to the waiter at one point, he's like, hey, man, what's Did the deal with the... Did our chicken hatch from the yeah, eggs yet? Yeah, what's the deal with the chickens? If the, uh, <laughs> sort of put you out. <laughs> sort of put, can, it's can, real passive Can you believe the attitude? Yeah, arrogant. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And then she starts talking about herself, because he's like, what about your job? I want to hear about that. And then, he, <laughs> and then in the middle of her talking, he's like... Hold that thought. I'm really interested. I gotta hit the head. And then he just <laughs> That's like, what walks Sean away. just did. So that was really weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> just Hold interrupted that you. Hold I your thought. It. <laughs> <laughs> it was very fitting. But um, yes. I actually only did it for that reason. I was just <laughs> I was just getting to that point a little early. That's <laughs> all. Just, just for dramatic effect. Yes, exactly. <laughs> for dramatic effect, like the movie. <laughs> right. Wow. I so, channeled it. I love the music. Uh, when Owen Wilson goes to the bathroom. So Owen Wilson goes to the bathroom. Uh, Dizzy Chip, Gillespie. Chip Douglas has uh, gone into the bathroom in disguise. And <laughs> Looking like the Unabomber. <laughs> paid. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think they did that on purpose. 
And he paid the uh, bathroom attendant, because it's a fancy restaurant, to leave. $20. And he, uh, you know, take a break, because, you know, you would just walk away and abandon your post <laughs> at your job. For $20. $20. It's yeah, not like he paid him, like, a, a huge amount of money. Anyway, it was $20. Anyway, we'll overlook that. You wouldn't walk away for a $20 tip. He probably gets $2 tips <laughs> all night, like, from so, here and there. But it's if true. your boss found out you weren't in there for 20 bucks, was that worth it? It did just, make, it just did, say you were on a smoke break. It did make the news. <laughs> it did. It did so, make the news. Maybe so, he got yeah, fired. I don't know. He, he, uh, you know, pleasant night, isn't it? <laughs> but I guess the nights are always pleasant in here. Anyway, uh, so he... The winters are mild. He beats up Owen Wilson. What do you guys want to talk about? The Okay, a lot of beating? people don't like this scene. I absolutely love I it. I pretty funny. I thought it was good. I love it because they sh- they set it up already that Owen Wilson's character is a jerk. He didn't even have a name. He's just on a date with uh, Steven's girlfriend. He doesn't even have a name, but he's a total jerk. Like, he doesn't really care. You can tell he's out just to get laid or whatever. And that he he's just he's just into himself too much. So you, you already don't like him. And it's not that that's a good reason to beat somebody up. But it's done, funnily enough, in the bathroom. And it's so, the, it's so weird because Owen Wilson's standing in the stall. And Jim Carrey, like... Pops up in the stall <laughs> behind him. It's what hilarious. Problem, man. He went in it's the stall hilarious. to avoid him because he started at the urinal and then he was like creeped out. So he's like, "I'm going in the stall." He's going in the <laughs> stall. It's great. And as he's uh, beating him up, they play Salt Peanuts, which is a Dizzy Gillespie salt song. Peanuts. And as Jim Carrey's like going out, he goes Salt Peanuts, Salt Peanuts, which again aligned with the songs, aligned perfectly with the song because he goes, "Give up." <laughs> he starts doing bebop yep, as he's scanning. walking out and it's wh- why that is in reference to something i've yet to figure out what it is because i have there's no it's such a random song it's like a song from the 40s or whatever yeah, it's a, like scat it's a scat song but i was like why why are they playing it in this, <laughs> in this song? sorry he's playing jim carrey's all dressed up and he's got a fake mustache on and he's playing sort of a character and he's just like you know stay away from steven's girl and Jeez so dang. this is what a stalker would do. This is why I like this movie is that it accurately <laughs> p- portrays, not you know, in a comedic way. Yeah, yeah. Like what what a stalker would do because not only does he do like crazy thing and over over the top things for Steven, but like he does crazy stuff like beat up a guy that's on a date with Steven's then on again off again girlfriend. He does the, the funny thing about this scene to me is if you you're supposed to be watching Jim Carrey cuz he's absolutely hilarious. Oh, I yes. Owen Wilson. <laughs> but if you watch Owen you have to watch Owen Wilson. Rewind it he's, and watch he's Owen Wilson. <laughs> oh, he's for he's sure laughing. laughing through the whole thing <laughs> he's while got he's a getting smile beaten on his face. Up. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. you know, Jim Carrey's like making like gorilla sounds and messing up his hair, and he's just like laughing. He's he he's trying to look like he's hurt and whatever, but and the, oh yeah, that's gonna hurt, Gene. But th- the weirdest. I'm not gonna talk about the weirdest part of this, but it's so weird. <laughs> the blower I, in the mouth. That, is that? <laughs> well, he says you look like Dizzy Gillespie, and I guess that's why they play the salt peanut song. But it's just so it's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I always do that. It. No one knows what I'm talking about. They're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, so "It's so great with the lisp too." Yes, felt <laughs> peanuts, felt peanuts. Well, he flips on his uh, members-only jacket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and stay away from Robin. Here's She's a, taken. You know, comedies usually are shot for efficiency's sake, yep. and they're not real artistic. But there's a lot of great shots in this, like him leaning down Definitely. to him yeah. as he's on the ground, and he's just like. Bent, he's like curled over and he's like stay away from uh, Robin just Steven's girl and it's really creepy and funny at the same time 
that's really really a great shot well and then this, you this, know, sh- this movie keeping, has for comedy has really great shots it's sort of the same same vein but slightly different as far as just the way it's filmed is then immediately after he jim carrey chip douglas walks out of the bathroom it cuts back and we're watching it on tv on the news yeah as they're saying bizarre story about a bathroom beating today and they're they're wheeling him out so it's like you never left the scene but you're now watching it on tv yeah. on your tv but then it's it's steven at home sitting there what, he has like, no clue but he's just like eating cookie dough or something with a spoon <laughs> and he's just um but then you see the police sketch of the... Of you can tell he kind of takes a double look, and then he thinks, like, nah. Like, he he looks at it, it makes a face, and then he kind of shrugs it, like, shrugs right. it off. yeah. Oh, no, it, this is where it is. I skipped ahead, I'm sorry. I thought it was oh, earlier. Good. My notes of. Oh, with the, Eric Roberts. Oh, yeah, yeah, this Robert is the part TV movie. Yeah. Brother, <laughs> sweet brother. But I love this because the TV is sort of like the enemy, but it's like you can't get away from it. You kind of need it. You need it for entertainment. You need it for information. This is before the internet was popular. Right. So it's like, but you, and it, well, it's kind of, internet's taking the place of TV. Exactly. So, yeah. It's, it's still timely in a way. It's just a different medium. But uh, I love that in the background, there's all this stuff going on on the TV, and it's very realistic, you know? Yeah. Uh, everything that happens on the TV is very real. Like the guy getting beaten up, the trial that's going on, yeah. the movie based on the trial, the kid was on TV, yeah. so people have that feeling of like, well, I love that show. It, exactly. That guy's a good guy. So it's like, there's a lot of stuff that's saying about society on a TV. Not to get deep and all stupid with it, but I'm just, I love that that's in the background. And it's that clever. You can, it is there's very clever. There's a lot of thought put into it. There's a lot of thought put into it. This movie is really, really, really well done. So, and just, uh, I guess while you're saying that, there's no reason to save it to the end, but um, if you didn't know, so th- I was actually, I was talking to my brother, telling him we were going to talk about this for the thing, and he goes, you know that was a book? Huh. What? No, I didn't know and that. And I said, what? Really? But the funny thing is, after we were talking about it, it's actually, the book was written about the movie. Interesting. The book came after the movie. That never and happens. <laughs> supposedly, if you read the Amazon reviews and stuff, the book is better. Huh. And it's people always say that. But yeah, <laughs> I know, but it's like a reverse. Right. So yeah, yeah it's you can funny. have like so maybe reading is just always better than watching because well, you can make it however good you want in your own head. But also you know what I mean? we were talking and about you can go into more detail. You yeah. have more time to go into more detail. And we were talking about earlier the book. That just that this was a little apparently like with the writing credit not even being there like solidly and yeah. it was disputed and everything else maybe the book is better because you could like take it in a definite direction yeah. from the beginning yeah uh on something that you can expand on all the characters yeah for so sure. anyway, that's usually what I a just, book is good for but yeah. i mentioned that there yeah, yeah that's not i didn't know, know that. that when was that written do you know uh, i think it was the year after gotcha huh anyway so you already talked about this but i have in my notes here i have to mention this it goes yeah. I almost believe the bungee jumping story. <laughs> like, I, om- I want to believe it, like, but then like he makes that face like, I got her. He's like, I got her with that. He's like, eh, you know, he hooked her in. Yeah, so the next scene... Because he knows he's kind of creeping around. Chip just shows lingering up. a little bit too long. Well, we haven't set the scene up even. Oh, sorry. So Chip just shows up at Robin's house or her apartment to install cable. He's got the complete rainbow package. That's every pay channel available. Why well, didn't order that? And, and then he know. makes a face like, uh, I know. It would appear you have a secret admirer. I love this. As, okay, so Peter and I are IT guys. That's some great social engineering there. Like he's <laughs> he's going to get in. He's going to find a way in. Yeah. And that's the best way. It's like he's just going to charm his way in because he's a little bit of a – not quite a sociopath, but he's a little bit of one. Like he just uses people to get whatever what he, he needs. needs. For sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? To a certain point. He's not like violent. Well, he actually is violent. But like – 
He just wants to be liked. He just wants to be liked. I, so it's yeah, just, well, I love that he's like gets that fate look on his face, like lady, just let me in. Because you yeah. wouldn't let some random dude in just because right. he said he got free cable. Like, no, I don't. Well, want it is cable. interesting though that you pointed out because he's using like social engineering and stuff like that to get what he wants. But what he wants isn't even money or power no. or fame or anything. He just wants a friend. Yeah. He wants a friend, and he wants... <laughs> like, kind of sad. <laughs> but he doesn't just want a friend. He wants, like, a friend that he, like... He wants a BFF controls. to, like, not marry, but right. marry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. <laughs> well, it's... This is the kind of baffling point. So he wants to get Steven and Robin back together so Steven can be happy. Right. But, like, he kind of wants Steven all to himself, too. Yeah. So I'm like... You're kind of working against your own goals, but definitely he's is. he's a little imbalanced. I don't. He, he's kind of like a kid. Like he doesn't understand exactly how things work. He just understands enough to get his own way. Yeah. Right. It's weird. It's You're weird. absolutely right. So this scene, he goes in, he installs cable for Robin, and then after he installs the cable, they start chatting because he, uh, you know, he's not going to let it go. So in a bizarre thing, he just starts walking around her apartment, like smelling candles or something. And, <laughs> I like, love this part. It, it's funny. It's hilarious. Because people have done this in my house i'm like what are you what are you doing yeah what do you do you're like way too comfortable in here man what are you, get out. <laughs> it's, it's pretty odd so i don't know what you guys thought about this but this is where like matt keeps bringing up the whole like uh bungee story that he had a wife once you know where we were or not wife but we were engaged to get married yeah. she wanted to take a break and he basically feeds her all the lines that he heard from steven exactly. that robin had said to him so he's basically you know he's trying to he's messing with her head. that's he's why i don't that's why i don't believe this story happened but it could be it could be so yeah, this is where he gives her that, but then he, he cherish every head on or hair on his head, Robin. He <laughs> Jim Carrey delivers this line so perfectly when he talks about he's like because he, he just like whimpers and does that thing with his bottom lip, and he's just like, please just don't. He's like they don't have the regulations. You just you're gonna, you you <laughs> just that you can feel the hurt. You can feel the hurt like radiating off of him so, when he says <laughs> he says his eyes start glassing over like he's gonna cry. Yeah. It's this is perfectly delivered it is and what i thought was brilliant about it too for the delivery and the acting is he then walks around her right here and his face just changes yeah he just goes to a blank expression yeah he's just like, yeah he's that, a psycho he's that like, does feed yeah. into it being fake yeah he's sure. like if if he just walked away and just like his face didn't change i'd believe it but i'm yeah. just like cherish and he just cherish like, him robin he does every that carry thing where he just like whips his head around <laughs> he's just like made it <laughs> <laughs> It is great. It's it's no the acting in that little like thirty seconds or minute yeah, or something are beautiful. I, when this scene comes <laughs> up, I get so excited. Even it's just like a little part. But he's like spying on Robin, which comes back a little bit later. He spies yeah. on her a little bit, yeah, just so he can kind of get information. Yeah, because he sees a birthmark on he, his shoulder. He understands like little things. Yeah of information yeah he can use against people he right. understands that like he's always a step ahead yeah, yeah. and really that's is. how he stays a step ahead so it's it's uh it's a creepy moment and it's also a funny moment which it's, is hard to she's do she's got a chain slide on her door because i just paused but there's, it, no, but there's chain. no chain anyway all right moving on oh that's interesting Be oh, <laughs> oh yeah there, there is. is it wasn't closed oh, it okay. wasn't closed you <laughs> didn't see it all and right. i was gonna say when he first came there it that reminded me of the scene in the shining his his face was oh, between the door yeah. and the frame yeah so well there you go it's kind of true I wonder if that was intentional. Here's Jimmy. Right. Oh. <laughs> well, who knows? You don't ever know his real name. Oh, man. Well, Jim Carrey. Well, yeah. I know. Okay. <laughs> um, 
So basically, Robin ends up uh, calling Steven. She's uh, as uh, a silly line that Jim that Chip Douglas had said. The uh, cable is the free cable is the ultimate aphrodisiac. Um, but like, it really kind of was in a strange it, way. Oh, uh, because he manipulated the situation. Oh, he, yeah, it was the whole situation. You know, but, but anyway, so I she, don't think women. She wants to get talk real to him. Excited again. about cable. So <laughs> he said uh, he'll call her when he gets home from work. Um, and things sound like they're getting back on the right track. Steven ends up getting arrested at work. I'm just going to blow through some things so you guys jump oh, in. I have something. Yeah. So he's on the oh, phone call. He's at work. Robin calls him and says, you're sweet. Thanks for doing that. Then uh, Rick shows up, which is Jack Black. And he goes, are you ready to rock? Which yeah. is what we say to each other. <laughs> of course. And no one ever gets it. He's got a Soundgarden t-shirt. And I wrote, oh, <laughs> Chris Cornell's dead. Yeah. And I got real sad. I was like, when I watched all that, I was like, mm. but that's it. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, just, okay. Just want oh, to bring okay. the mood down so, a little bit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I just I had to bring that up because I, I love Chris Cornell. Yeah. And uh, I grew up on well, Soundgarden. You gotta feel stuff. bad for Jack Black for Rick in this a little bit because yeah. now his best friend Steven's blowing him off because he thinks he's getting together with Robin. But at the other hand, Steven keeps blowing off. You yeah. know, Jim Carrey, uh, Chip Douglas. You know, in this, so he's like he's kind of screwing over his friends, but it's all for Robin kind of thing. I don't know. So he's. So, He's hurting all his. Friends. I like that. Yeah, he's a heartbreaker. Well, I like that he's like getting co- sort of back to closer to Robin, but then like he's getting further apart from Rick. It's kind of like real life a little bit. Yeah, not to get too serious about this stupid movie, but yeah, like, you. like you know what I mean? Like it's it's there's a weird dynamic going in, and and it's like Chip Douglas is like a wedge, and he's just like wedging everything apart in Steven's life. No, he is. Like definitely. he's he's wedging it apart. He's wedging it apart from his real friends, and he's he's sort of getting him back together with his girlfriend. But that's a manipulative situation as well. Maybe that's why he's working to get him back with her so that he can use her to get rid of his friends and then separate him from her so that he's alone. Ooh. There you go. I think you solved it. Man. I think you solved it right the there. Long con. It's yeah. a long con. It's a long con, yeah. Yeah, he is total, totally a con artist, that's for sure. So, uh, And I love the line that Jack Black goes like, He's like, maybe I'll go to the concert with my cable guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there's some great lines here. And there's a there's a great scene that I'm mostly going to gloss over here. But uh, Jim Carrey. <laughs> Sorry. Jim Carrey meets him back at his house in the rain. And they have this whole exchange in the rain about the, you know, it, he ends up flat out telling him that there, I just don't have room in my life for another friend. And, uh, you know, I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. <laughs> and so they, um, I don't know. Anyway. So he's, you guys going, up, you he's going up to his apartment. And it's in the rain, and he just got let out of the car by Rick, and Rick speeds off because he's mad because he's blowing him off. He's trying to get to his apartment door, and Chip just, like, as soon as he pops up the stairs, like, we're, we're, we're facing Steven, and he's walking towards the camera. We see Jim Carrey, like, slide Pop into the background. He, like, <laughs> pops out, and it's, like, the creepiest slash funniest thing you've ever seen in your <laughs> yeah. life. Because Jim Carrey, like I said, he just, the way he moves... Just makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah, but the way he has such perfect like the timing, uh, timing yeah. physically and also just verbally. But like the way he does that, it's like creepy and you're like and funny at the same time. Right. Yeah. It's so weird. It's like a weird combination that just like hits. If you have a certain sense of humor, this movie hits you just right. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say about this scene, John? No, not in particular. No. I mean, it's it's a good pivotal scene for sure. I'm not skipping over it because it's unimportant. It, it's I where just, it more flips him to be from friend to like going crazy. Yeah, because yeah. Steven's like, like, I got enough friends in my life. Right. Yeah. I don't have enough. Yeah, Which is an awkward conversation I've actually had to have a couple times. <laughs> with Peter? <laughs> yeah, with me. Yeah, with Steven. <laughs> he won't go away, you guys. He won't go away. <laughs> Shauna. This <laughs> It's time. It's an intervention for Peter. We're not actually recording right now. We're not recording right now. This has all been a ruse. <laughs> there is no podcast. It's been a clever ruse. 
Oh, so Steven's back at work. Uh, the cops that we saw earlier at the karaoke jam are, uh, they come in to arrest him for accepting stolen goods. Whoop, whoop. And we start seeing Steven have flashbacks of the deluxe karaoke machine. We didn't mention that. Well, again, there's a lot of funny things in here that you could mention. I just was going to gloss over a bunch of them. <laughs> you guys mention whatever you want. Uh, um, this, some of these you just kind of want to discover on your own. I'm not, we're not. Get, this is a comedy, and if we go through all the jokes, it kind of ruins it. Exactly. So we yeah. just want to hit the highlights. So Stephen ends up getting out on bail after some funny scenes uh, in the prison. Rick, I'm out on bail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love the way he says that. So he ends up getting Rick, uh, Jack Black, to look into the cable guy for him. So he says, yeah, I'll have one of my guys in research you know, at the TV station look into it for him. Um, so we know that that's going on in the background. Meanwhile, I was going to go ahead and skip to the part at Stephen's parents' house. Let's do it. So Stephen um, uh, shows up for uh, with Robin. So it's Stephen and Robin show up to Stephen's parents' house for dinner. Basically, Jim Carrey is the one that opens the door. So Chip Douglas opens the door for him and greets him into his own parents' house. Which, in in a certain way, if you if if you go scene by scene on this, this movie could be like a thriller like a serious movie where you're just like a hand that rocks a cradle like that kind of movie where like this person is slowly taking over your life oh, and you're right. just like you can't get him getting out getting into every crevice yeah. of his yeah. life but it's it's done in such a way to where it's funny <laughs> but if you if you played it another way it could be creepy and like unnerving as all get out. So that's another reason my wife doesn't and like I love this and movie. I love he's that that chip yeah I love that chip Douglas uh, you know, Jim Carrey's character is dressed exactly yeah. like Mr. Rogers. <laughs> oh, yes. He's dressed Blue so strangely sweater. in this. I, yeah. wa- I want to say that everything he's dressed as outside of the cable guy, he's dressed as some character from a movie or TV. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably. But I, I haven't figured it out yet because I haven't spent that much time because I got a life. But <laughs> <laughs> I want to, at one, some point, I got to figure out what he's dressed as in each scene. I would bet money that you're correct. Yeah. Because he's dressed exactly like Mr. Rogers. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Does he have his shoes on? For those of you who don't know, Mr. Rogers was a television program for children back in the 1970s and 80s. <laughs> and so there, the, the other thing about this dinner scene, this party at his parents' house that I love is it's so... It's for one. It's very white people, <laughs> middle class, <laughs> upper middle class, you know, house thing. But it's the thing. What are you trying to say, Peter? I'm kind of offended by that. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that's funny about it is it's like a TV show. Yes, it's like a happy sitcom. It's like that character that's annoying the main character, and everybody thinks he's funny. Everything's right. well. Everything's perfect. All you're missing is a laugh track. Everything's perfect. Yeah. The dad is like, ah, you know, every, everybody's like a character in yes, from not, the show. They're not real, but they are real. They're so fake, but you can totally see somebody. I don't know. It's it's realistic, <laughs> but it's fake at the same time, just like a, a TV show would have been in the I love 80s in, or something. I love in this part when he tells him each like password and he says, the password is. Yeah, it sounds just pass- like the so, show. Like, yeah. He does it so good for how the show that actually was a great. So they, they sit down to play way. porno password, the adult. <laughs> version of the popular game show <laughs> yeah so, it, was, it was a game show that somebody had to to guess so like you'd have a word like automobile but you couldn't say the word automobile so you did say things to make the other person guess it. Only guess one, it, yeah. one word at a time though so, so yeah, you could just say drive. like dirty you know yeah, porno yeah, password, exactly you know, so this is the dirty version of it <laughs> so um, so steven gets paired with his mom and chip yeah. gets paired with robin of course Yes. To create some conflict. And the judges are the rest of the family, which is where uh, Bob Odenkirk comes in. 
Yeah. And uh, so he's the brother, I guess, there. But they I don't remember him outright saying that, but he is there. So he's just a bit character in this, which is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, they're sitting here just perfectly kind of playing this. But Stephen is not into it because he doesn't want to say these words to his mother. Chip's getting into his life. This, he is just not having it. This whole thing, he just got out of jail. His family just is, like, disappointed with him. He's with his girlfriend. He's trying to get things back together. He walks in. He sees Chip. They're having dinner, and Chip is just, like... It's like that scene in Dumb and Dumber where Jim Carrey's like has a like a that's exactly a what dream, I said, and he's like he's like of him being charming and whatever. Yeah. But in this case, he throws case, the peanuts and yes, lights his farts on fire. That's what it reminded me. <laughs> exactly, that's what it reminded me of. He's doing things that's that are good. like off-putting, but it's like everybody's eating it up. Like, isn't he great? He's that's so, so funny. He's such a character. Oh my god, he's well adjusted. Like, it's so crazy, <laughs> and and. Like Steven, uh, Matthew Broderick's character is not having it. His his tie is like undone. His his look on his face like he's eating steak at the dinner, and he's just like, yeah, whatever. This guy, you have no idea. Well, because they're How all bad. This guy they're hanging on every word that Chip's oh, saying. Oh yeah, you know? and so he's playing the game, and he's being a stick in the mud because he just he knows where this is going. He knows there's 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 something else going on, and he's not amused. He's like, yeah, he's on to Chip at this point, but nobody else is. No one else is. He's going no through the motions is. just so, to get through the night. I love his demeanor compared with Chip's demeanor. Chip is eating it up. Oh yeah, he's all into it because he he doesn't have a party. <laughs> he didn't have right. a family. He just had a mom, an absentee mom. There was no father in the picture. So yep. I love this scene. This is like there's. I love actually almost every scene in this movie. Well, and like Sean was pointing out, how he keeps so to to give Stephen <laughs> the password that he has to try to get the mom to guess. He leans over to his ear each time and whispers <laughs> and he, it. And he whispers the it. Password is. <laughs> but the only funny thing about this is up on repeat viewings, you start to wonder. Why does he have to say it to him? Because to the judges, he flashes a little scrap of paper that's got the word on it. Yeah, good Just point. Just show it to him. You don't have to say it. But it is funny. I mean, it makes the scene, yeah, obviously. Yeah. So I'm not I'll trying to like, this, dig yeah. it. I get it. <laughs> but but it's like, it is kind of like, well, you could just show it to him. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, But, you know, the movie clearly knows what it's doing. And, um, he, you know, Jim Carrey's making jokes through this whole thing. Because they're, they're making wrong guesses. And he's just like making like yeah. jokes or whatever. Like. Yeah, like I, I, I love the part where you know she she makes the wrong guess of erection, and then he goes he goes he goes no, but thanks for noticing. Puts a pillow which, over which his crotch. Genuinely funny, actually. <laughs> it's genuinely funny. But if you were annoyed with that person, you yes. could see how you're just like, oh, I just want to punch so him in the face. I hate yes. you so much. <laughs> but yeah, so he's just but he's life of the party. You know, everybody's eating him up. So. End of the scene to skip through. He ends up confronting him. They get in a fight. He punches him. And then yeah. Jim Carrey goes to leave. And, you know, he does the <laughs> I forgive you. <laughs> and he gets basically he's got the whole family turned against Stephen. Yeah. Is the point of this scene. Um, he said he tells Stephen this is his rock bottom. Yeah. This is. Your rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I'm skipping past that scene. You guys got anything else you want to say about no. that? No. I mean, I don't want to ruin it too much because this is, I don't really, this is a really it's great a moment. Scene. And I don't want to give all the way all the jokes. <laughs> so um, I'm skipping on ahead to the office scene. Steven is in his office now. Yeah. Again. And uh, Steven, a video starts playing on everybody's computer of uh, Steven and Robin, like, sitting on the couch from earlier when they were watching Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. And he's making fun of and making cracks at his boss about his hair plugs. And Who has the worst hair plugs? Hair plugs. Hair plugs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I have to bring this up. Okay. Peter and I, how we met each other is we worked at this place, which we would not mention the name. But Peter and I worked at a place 
The guy who was the boss, yes, who was there, looks exactly like this boss. <laughs> yes, he had thinning hair. He was uh, not a nice person. Real yeah. quick, too. I just when the video plays of it, I love David Cross's reaction. It's so funny. <laughs> David Cross is like, <laughs> which so is funny like, too. He's like, we're all thinking it, but exactly. you said it, man. Yep. <laughs> and then he got the hair plugs and had the whole thing and arrested development. Yeah, yeah, but that's anyway. true. That's <laughs> that's I know, it's so funny. That's another. But, but Peter anyway, and I, sorry. this guy in this movie, if you watch this movie, Peter and I had a boss like this. Peter quit, and then I quit. Right after this guy became our boss, he was a total jerk. <laughs> I, I, I want to say other things, but I'm trying to keep it clean. And he is the worst. And it's exactly how we felt about guys. And he had thinning hair like that guy did, too. Yeah, yeah. Which, if you have thinning hair, doesn't mean you're a bad guy. No, no, no. It was no. just another reason to hate but, him. But let hair plugs. Just, I mean, yeah, just own it, man. Own it. It's easy for me to say at this point in my life, but let it go, man. It's right. Just, it's nature, Your time is you over. Know? So it's just, yeah, just go with it. I don't know. I, anyway, I had to bring that up because that's a thing with us that no, we joke it, about. That's so, funny. How does how does Jim Carrey's character get all of the car alarms that's what I wonder. to go off? Oh, this, and yeah, also, this, this is scene. genuinely scary. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's super well, scary. It's scary because there's no explanation. Your point, right? your point is very valid. <laughs> but like everything else, I could see how he would do it. But this one, it's like... And then they all stop simultaneous. Yeah, so you know? Steven's walking out to the parking garage with all his stuff because he's fired at this point. And all, every car in the parking garage starts going off. And it's a whole like... <laughs> so it's yeah, Friday the 13th. Meets Friday the 13th. He's like, yeah, you built it. They woke up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is just mixing movies. <laughs> well, that's what I love about yeah. him. It's like Chip's like, everything's off the table. I'm just going to use what I know and mix it together. Which <laughs> makes sense because that's something you would do for to be funny. You would mix... If you build it, they will come. But it's also like a little kid because he's just—he's just. He's just ah, I'm just mixing. I'm just mixing. I'm just gonna freak you out. Right. You know, they're both whispering and it, yep. and it fits. So yeah. it's really great. Yeah, it's it like is something good. you'd see on The Simpsons. No, it is. Anyway. And so, so Rick ends up. It Old cuts Simpsons. right after that. Uh, Rick calls Stephen and he tells him what he found out that basically Chip Douglas is an alias, of course, because it's from a show. My and three sons from, from the intro. Sons, from the intro. Bring it back. Call back again. And then uh, that he's got a whole list of uh, aliases that were fired from cable companies because I don't know how he got employed, but whatever. Regardless. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, they were all for stalking customers, and that's. Uh, basically all i got for that what do you guys have anything about that um are we sc- the next part's the dream sequence that's secrets sequence dream sequence uh i think it's great uh it's in the trailer but i, I think it's great because it's freaky and it's weird like jim carrey it, it, everything looks like it's lit in a a black light yep so everything's kind of popping out the they're playing the mod squad <laughs> yeah theme if mod squad's an old 70s tv show anyway uh, I'm really old, you guys. <laughs> it's an old seven, but I love that they're playing it because it fits the the tone of the dream that he's having. Um, but I, the funny thing I want to know is is that for us in the movie, or is he is Steven actually dreaming the music along with the dream? Like, is the music in the dream, or is it for us, the audience? That's a good know. question. I don't know because because Chip is obsessed with TV, and and Steven knows it. So, is it the music in the dream, or is it in? Just the movie for us. Who knows? One of the things I get from this scene that I end up referencing all the time because you've talked about a few of them is the, I just want to hang out. No big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought you were going to say this. See ya. (laughs) Well, that too. Yeah, okay. I guess that too. I always do that. I do that with my wife, everybody. See ya. This is a great scene. I don't want to spoil too much of this scene because it's so bizarre because it is a dream sequence within a bizarre movie anyway. But it's like a nightmare version of when they first meet in the opening. Yeah. Basically it is. 
Yeah. So, do you have anything you want to talk about with this one, Sean? No, just his eyes creep me out. Look at <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, he's, he's got, got yellow, yellow contacts. Yellow, yeah. They're like a cat. Like I think That's they're the like b- cat contact <laughs> yeah. kind of things. It's really crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a good scene. He still does a good job of making it funny, though. Like he's oh, yeah. so creepy, but it's uh, you also laugh at like at the sea of bye. Yeah. <laughs> So, and at this point in the movie, there's only, you know, like, he's like a creepy little kid. He's so like the, a giant creepy little kid. The spider crawling over his face oh. is super creepy, too. And he has no reaction to it. Jim Carrey lets a spider crawl on his face. It doesn't twitch. He doesn't twitch. He doesn't move. It, like, goes over his eyeball, I feel like. It and does. he doesn't even care. Because he's on the phone with, uh, with, Steven, with Steven. With Steven after the dream. And the spider crawls on his face. And Peter and I quote this movie way too much. <laughs> but uh, we, when he hangs up, he says, click. <laughs> well because throughout the whole movie too he keeps doing the i guess that concludes our or what that's that concludes our, our broadcast, broadcast day. day yep Click. that's it and they, he lifts his hand up like he's turning off a clicking a remote power button you yeah, know he does like, it in Click. the in the jail when he goes to visit him yep yep so he that's just a doesn't give a little running humming gag, the yeah. the whole music is the girl from uh, ipanema which is a like an old french song from the 60s which is really funny but anyway <laughs> So this all leads up. Um, really, at this point, there's only 15 ish minutes left in the movie. Uh, so this all leads up in a fantastic storm, like thunderstorm that's going through the area that the weatherman announced for us right before Stephen fell asleep. Um, and they get back to where they first had their uh, friendship blossom at the uh, satellite, at the satellite dish. dish. Yeah. And Chip has Robin tied up there. Uh, eventually, but he gives her the same speech that he gave Steven. Yeah, word for word. It's yeah, and super it's crazy. Creepy. It's so crazy. Still, like how predictive that is. Like he he says how you everybody will shop from home and yeah. you'll be able to play video game, play Mortal Kombat He's with your friend in Vietnam. <laughs> and yeah, it's just that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, but so like a couple <laughs> couple things I saw just factual things about this movie just yeah. to point out real quick the the satellite dishes that are facing straight up they're yeah. on the equator then. Oh yeah, oh, good point. Yeah. None, the, there would be no pool of water in them because they all have. Well, they had to things. do it. No, I know, I get it. It works. It makes for it's so for, dra- references, it's for dramatic uh, effect. Yeah. <laughs> so he references Waterworld. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, that movie's great. I saw, it, I think six times in the theater, and I was like, that's the way I feel about this movie. I'm like, eh, those people are giving a harsh rap to that. You know, like the Cable Guy's pretty good. You know, it's, I, I really well, like that movie. And also, Waterworld's actually not that bad. It's no, bad, Waterworld's on my list that I want to talk about someday because, in the same way, it's an underrated movie that a lot of people don't. I, it's like an under some right. reason. And I think, I think time, it's good. It's not actually, great, but it's good. It's, no, it is good. I think it's good. What do you think about it? So I, I've never seen Waterworld. Never seen oh, Waterworld. Okay. I've never oh, seen it. I know. It. I know. It's, like what well, it is. I've heard about it a million times, but I've never watched it's it. Worth it's seeing. very funny because this is at the height of his powers. And that's at the height of Kevin Costner. Kevin Kevin Costner. <laughs> Kevin Kevin Costner. Kelvin Cosper. <laughs> you ever heard of him? Oh, Kelvin he was Kasper. real popular. Oh, Kevin Casper. You said it wrong. It's Kelvin Casper. I got it. I Same page. About Calvin that. and Hobbes. <laughs> Not to be a jerk, but I'll correct you on it. We're in Field of Dreams. <laughs> no. Um, Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> was in Waterworld, and that was the height of his power. So that failed for him, and this failed for him. So that was, it's very strange, weird parallel I had to bring up. Yeah. And I said, it's so meta, it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> like, it's so meta, like when he brings up water. He yeah. also talks about Goldeneye, which is a Bond movie starring Pierce Brosnan, which I'm a huge Bond fan. So I love that he talks about that because there's a fight at the end of that movie on a satellite dish. So 
Yeah. As a Bond guy, I got to bring it up. No, so uh, yeah, so they have their big showdown here, um, and the, the what what's perfect that we sort of been talking about the whole time with the Sam Sweet trial going on. You see the the way it's filmed is you end up seeing everyone in their homes waiting on the verdict of the Sam Sweet trial. Yeah, and as they make the announcement is when Chip Douglas. He says, because he makes the thing, that somebody's got to kill the babysitter. So he goes to take out the satellite. So right. he goes to sacrifice himself to kill himself by leaping off a tower onto the satellite dish to, like, break it, I guess, render it inoperable. <laughs> and um, he, uh, as he hits it, it knocks Cable out for everybody right as they're reading the Sam Sweet verdict. So it's kind of perfect. And you see Kyle Gass from Tenacious D. Yeah, from Tenacious Black, D. Yeah. Pick up a book. Yep. So, so what do you guys think about this ending scene here? Yeah, so yeah, please do. Steven I don't have and Chip many notes are fighting on the so satellite dish. It's very strange because Chip's making jokes, <laughs> and it's like he's slowly losing his mind. And Chip's got Robin, which is Steven's girlfriend, and she's all tied up. And it's like the end of an action movie. It it's is. like the yeah. end of a thriller movie where like our protagonist is trying to get, you know, basically. Uh, his girlfriend away from the psycho. It's it's kind of weird, but it kind of works at the same time. I don't know. I feel like this is the first point where Chip doesn't have a plan anymore. He's oh, not a step ahead yeah. anymore. Yeah, like, he's, like when he was going up the tower, he this even is told what him. It was all he leading said, up to. And yeah, and, and <laughs> yeah. he even says, he's you know, unscripted. he says, "What's the plan?" And he said, like he he tells him, "I don't, I don't have, have a plan one. as such." Right? Like <laughs> yeah, he, he does, says, he "Like I'm out of a plan right, yeah. now." <laughs> and it's like the first time because he's always a step ahead with everything he does, but then now it's like he's so. <laughs> I have to spoil this. He's so yeah. at this, and if this was a real movie, he'd have a real gun, but he's got a staple gun. Yeah, he's firing staples at Steven. I know why because he's a cable guy. Because he's a cable guy, he would have a staple gun. Do you know they say the reference was Beavis and Butthead? Oh, is that what it was? But huh. I feel like Beavis and Butthead was after this. I don't, I don't know. Ninety six no. might have been right, right around. No, no, Beavis, no, no, no. Beavis and Butthead was like ninety two, ninety three, because I was just started was middle it? school. Yes, it was that early. Yes, huh. yes, I because I had a sticker. You can check it. I had a I sticker <laughs> on my notebook of Beavis and Butthead, huh. and I used to scream at people, Frog Baseball! <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, so that did start airing in 93. I told you, oh, man. Wow. I told you it was okay. 93. I was in middle school. I'm old. So, um... <laughs> But yeah, no, it it's kind of it's it's very strange. It was awkward, but it, but it doesn't it doesn't last long. And apparently, um, I read Jim Carrey wanted his character to die. He wanted him to die at the end. That's of the movie. too dark. That's 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 what I think too. That's it would have been like too much. I like that he goes crazy and dies. I like that and, the cycle yeah. starts over. Right. Yeah, because yeah. it ends and with him starting. with that guy from. Am UHF. I your buddy? Yeah. <laughs> Who's also a voiceover actor? He's guy. also a voice yeah. actor. But yeah, yeah. do, from do you mean that I'm your buddy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Ricardo, yeah, sure. Ricky, you just see Ricardo. Him, he gets that, that creepy uh, smile. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <Bobby> <laughs> <Lure>. <laughs> um, but yeah, one of the other little things from this end fight scene, <clears throat> excuse me, what um, was is <laughs> end fight scene. <laughs> Got a frog in my throat there. Uh, frog baseball. <laughs> so, yeah. Chip podcasting. Lo- he lost his lisp. <laughs> For a minute after Steven punches him a few times. Oh, I love and that. So they say, though, that that was actually a mistake. And Jim Carrey <laughs> just forgot his lisp for a minute. But then he just played it off. <laughs> and then so, like, when he hit it, you... <laughs> and just, like, played it off after he gets hit again. But, like, I guess that was not scripted. That's funny. So oh, I, that, that was See, it made me funny, think, so. like, is the lisp fake the whole time? Yeah, you know yeah I mean? me too. Like, like and he like he did like do a it sympathetic, for a second. Yeah, yeah, like a yeah. sympathetic thing. Like, yeah, I got a lisp. I'm not a scary guy. Right, you know? exactly. 
but that's pretty funny though that it wasn't planned. Yeah, so that's I what I read. That I don't idea know, whatever. Window. But yeah, that's that's uh, funny. So anyway, um, oh, and you know what? I guess it would make sense that that's his brother because he says my brother's uh, speech. speech yeah, yeah, and he's the only guy there, right? Besides the dad. Yeah. So that would have to be his brother. Yeah, I said that yeah. already. Man. You're right. No, I'm joking. <laughs> well, you said it was his brother, but no, he didn't specifically say no, this is my right, brother when no, we're there. No, but no, he you can put he it together. No point. He he doesn't the party it. scene. He doesn't does he ever say this is my brother? No, he doesn't. He doesn't say that. You know, they never reference. He doesn't say it. So that's all. But he's that's the only other guy there outside of the father. You, you're right. right. We should be able to infer that. Yes. Which the dad attention. is the dad from <laughs> Just Shoot Me, which is a really yeah, I love that. A great. Oh, yeah. uh, which had David Cross. Which had David Cross in it. There's, yeah, it did have David and David Spade. No, David Cross was on it. And Chick- David, and chicken David pie, Spade. chicken pie, chicken pie, pie. Yeah, I know. And David Spade. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Multiple Davids. Davids. Multiple Davids. Too many Davids. Chicken pie, chicken pie, chicken pie. Donnie won a green quarter. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I love that show. That's a good one. Anyway. That show was very witty. Um, anyway, so, so my notes kind of in there. Um, well, with, that's it. With him I in mean, the helicopter the the, flying away, starting the movie. over again. Uh, <laughs> good place for the notes to end. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying. Like, did you guys have anything else about this end scene that you want to uh, talk about? The only thing <laughs> is the, mean, the credits play, and it's Jerry Tran, uh, Jerry Cantrell, Jerry Cantrell. from uh, Allison Chains. So yeah. I love. Al- I'm a huge Allison Chains fan. Yeah. To this day, I I stand by that the unplugged for uh, Allison Chains is the best unplugged even better than nirvana i stand by that i won't dispute that i i, I, I stand by it <laughs> do you think that there's ever a plan for uh, cable guy 2 because it starts off with, or it ends with them starting Almost off starting another round. i yeah. think yeah if this had done better and been received a little better yeah. like if this movie came out i think it would be really pretty big like mm-hmm. they'd have to update it a little bit and yeah, make yeah. it more about the internet than the tv yeah of course but like without it being too weird but i think it would have gotten a sequel it had it, it done. It, well. it had it done. It would have gotten a sequel, and it, yeah, who knows what the sequel would have been. But I, I definitely do, feel like they left it, it open ended. Yeah, like for that that yeah. purpose. I don't think he should have died at the end. I think that's just too dark. Yeah, it would have been because you don't hate been. Chip, right? Well, it's, it's just almost misguided. A, it's almost a better story to have it start over again. But see, so that's another reason. Um, like you're talking about as far as hating him and stuff. That's another reason my wife doesn't like the movie. Is she thinks that he is definitely portraying somebody with a mental disorder and she can't laugh at that hmm. uh, i don't think so so not, I don't yeah, I don't so. Get not to it. get like weird political I think about it or I, anything but like that's not political to, but well not political but you know what i mean pc but i just uh, so she can't laugh at that which i'm not saying oh i think people with disabilities are funny that's what i mean by <laughs> is that. it because so of the list but no because of his whole like he's just off. his mental I mean, yeah. no he's, but he's he clearly is got off. some like ocd but stuff he's obviously going on, but he's, he's obviously smart though because the stuff he does isn't like yeah 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 but yeah, mental like illness he, is i would argue that this is an accurate portrayal because it's not a gray it's not a black and white issue it's a gray there are people sure. with mental illness that sure. aren't unintelligent that aren't like aware that they have yeah, problems those they're functional. actually most people who are have mental health because i've dealt with a lot of people that do have mental health issues they are well aware that they're not right right yeah so they're self-aware, yeah. and Chip is very self-aware in this movie. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's look, it's a comedy, so it's not, it's not supposed to be accurate right. anyway. Sure. It's supposed to be played up. It's supposed to be funny first, accurate second. So if accurate at all, but I think it, it does because he does have a problem. He, at the end of the movie, he flings himself off a, and lands on a dish. He could have impaled and killed himself yeah you missed the by dude's like an got inch problems <laughs> well you get into people's lives he manipulates yeah. people that's not a person that's he- mentally healthy i mean right. i don't know 
no, you, not you, at you all. Could, you could argue that, well, okay, I guess he's supposed to play somebody of lower intelligence and that he, like, portrays himself as somebody of lower intelligence. Well, I don't know that the these... lower intelligence things comes into it. I no, think I'm it's more like, like the CEO thing where they're all psychotic, you know, or they're all... Um... You mean OCD? No, like, there's the thing where psychologists say uh like almost every ceo of all major are oh, sociopath. sociopath. yeah sociopathic yeah, right. yep yeah drawing a blank on the they're non-violent sociopath i believe so, that yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's that. it's almost like he's that just in the wrong profession um in a way because he can manipulate people to get what he wants and he doesn't really care as his blank face shows a couple times when he turns his back on people mm-hmm. yeah um he doesn't care he's just he's doing yeah. things as a means to an end in this case he's just a yeah playing the part of a cable guy trying to get friends yeah but i think he's socially awkward he, he probably has borderline personality disorder none of us are really qualified to talk about this <laughs> no I, yeah i'm not definitely <laughs> no i'm not trying but, to but i just uh, i'm not trying to diagnose i, I kind of disagree with that but, but that's okay that's one of the She's reasons allowed to have that opinion that's See, one of the reasons in real life that i've been given for somebody who doesn't like it that's, that's one fine. of the reasons they didn't like it that's fine the other reason can, was it was billed wrong as we already spoke yeah. about um, but as I think we're talking about, well. and as you know, Sean brought this great movie to us. I think it's this is a movie that warrants either revisiting or visiting, maybe for the first time. If you heard it wasn't very good, as you know, it, we've all kind of had the mixed backgrounds on it ourselves. Uh, this is definitely. I I think it's a great movie. I think it's a classic comedy. And I I think at this point, um, you know, because this was before Jim Carrey did Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Sure. It was before he did the Number Twenty Three, like yeah. other more serious roles. So I feel like now people might take him more as like a oh, an a actual point. dramatic actor than just a slapsticky. Yeah, you know, it crazy might be comedian. easier to visit now, right? Because like we were saying before, when it comes out right after you know Dumb and Dumber and The Mask and Ace Ventura, and then those he has are this very creepy. silly movies. Yeah. 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 And then he has this one where it's like, yeah, it's funny, but he's a creep. He's much more serious. It's a yeah. total, you're yeah. not expecting that. But now, yeah. looking back on it, you can see that. Yeah, because yeah. we're all just kind of, you know, dance for me, monkey. Be right. funny. And <laughs> right. then he wasn't funny. Well, I mean, he is funny. But, he's you know, he's funny, funny in a different yeah, way. Yeah, he was just like a like crazy It's a whole funny. different thing. And then people are like, wait, this is I think you have to have a dark right. sense of humor to get this movie. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's, basically it's for it. a certain audience. For I want to sure. talk about something. This is what I wanted Please to talk about earlier. Yeah. I don't know if you had any other thoughts. Sean, do you have any other thoughts before we get to the like our final thoughts? No, no. I, I mean, I, just what surprised me going into this is, um, as I was talking to some of my friends about it, I never knew how polarizing Jim Carrey was. Like, oh yeah. Growing, you know, growing up in the '90s, I always thought like everybody loves Jim Carrey. Nobody doesn't like him. Yeah. But, and I got the I got um, comments that like he's always on, which I could see yeah, sometimes yeah. if you hear like interviews with comedians and stuff, it's like all right. Show a little talk bit of humanity. Yeah, be, like be, be a normal a person, person yeah. for a minute. Yeah. Well, so I can see that with him. He is he is kind of well, an on person. But so I, kn- I think that's honestly kind of him, though, too. That's like, just him. <laughs> we talked yeah. about this a bit beforehand, but um, just for you listeners out there, uh, Sean hasn't listened to our Jim and Andy episode. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> and I don't think he's seen Jim and Andy yet. Which, right? if no, you haven't, haven't listened haven't. to that, you should totally so listen to that. So you should check that. out that episode. Yes. Uh, and I will. Both of you, listeners, and Sean. But that you should i i would suggest watching jim and andy ahead of time um it's it's pretty it's reasonably short it doesn't take a lot of commitment i don't mm-hmm. think it was uh, just over an hour under, I think. yeah it's, it's just somewhere between an hour hour and a half yeah but I'll anyway bet. um it's worth seeing especially for what you're talking about because jim carrey does open up a bit and talk like a real person in it and i'll leave well. your i'll leave your decision about him 
I'm I'm not gonna. All right, let's I'm not gonna talk it. about yeah. that on this show. <laughs> right. um, but I think uh, I think you'll find it interesting. Let me I just like say him. That. I mean, I I don't really have that opinion. I like him, but it just it surprised me to hear that well, so many people like Mac our and I, age. Mac didn't. and I. That's what we talked about on that show. We both have always loved Jim Carrey. Yeah, we yeah. both really like Jim Carrey. Seeing him on that show and in his own words talking about things changed my uh, view of him a little bit. Yeah, I've yeah. loved I, Jim Carrey since In Living Color. Oh, so that's I, yeah, nineties. I don't just like him now or anything. Won't make, I think of every time. Won't make you hate him. I think you'll just see him in a slightly different light. Right, right. Um, that's it's nothing like that. I still appreciate Jim Carrey. I think yeah. he's a great actor. I love his movies. Uh, I mean, these are classic movies. I think we me. can separate like so. the. Ar- oh, God, this is so pretentious. The art from the artist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In this particular case, I think uh, Peter and I. But um, no, it's 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 an, an, that's it's all an interesting watch. That. We can move move on. No, <laughs> it's, sorry, it's I don't want to harp on. It's an interesting watch. Anything else before your final thoughts? Because I want to bring something up. Um, no, my, I mean, my final thoughts are just that I recommend the movie. I think people should check it out. As I've said several times, if you've seen it before, watch it again. It's great. You'll notice things maybe that you didn't notice before. Maybe we've pointed some things out. I'd still recommend watching it, pick up on some things. Um, and if you haven't seen it because you heard bad things about it, but the sense of humor sounds like your thing, I definitely watch it. The stuff we talked about here does not spoil everything. There's a lot of good jokes in here that we did. We just totally glossed over. There's even a couple little subplots we glossed over i think in yeah here. not um, even just jokes but just him like he, oh, he has, he's such a physical comedian that it's oh just, you're right he's, even if you know the, the words he's brilliant you can to just watch, watch it yeah, yeah. Like, watching Definitely. it in, on experience. mute is funny he's like charlie <laughs> chaplin or jackie chan like physically it's just fun to watch yeah him. yeah so that's all i got you, do you have anything yeah no I, I agree 100 percent. okay I, en- I enjoyed it yeah you I should think. definitely check this film out so what do you I got think, i definitely think you should check it. this is a funny movie it stands the test of time it's actually more relevant not yeah, more relevant, surprisingly, but it's still like relevant. It yeah, despite yeah. being t- over twenty yeah, it years old, hasn't aged yeah. poorly. No, that's for sure. No, I mean some yeah. of the stuff has obviously because well, it's from no, nineteen ninety six. The movie itself hasn't. The, but the exactly. themes of the, the, point mo- of the, the movie. The theme is yeah. the theme. Because like is I said, relevant. you can just transfer everything he's talking about to the, instead of television to the yeah. internet. So it's still it's still relevant. And if that anything, sense. it might be more relevant that's in that sense now. I think so. Yeah, I really think so. But not to get too deep because it's just a stupid comedy. It's supposed to make you laugh. But like, but that's what it is. But here's the thing. So, how do you guys feel about Ben Stiller? He's the director of this. He's not in the, the movie that much. But how do you feel about Ben Stiller and Ben Stiller movies? I enjoyed Ben Stiller um, uh, from the Ben Stiller show in the 90s. My sister and I never missed it. But I, I have a hard time with Ben Stiller movies. Hmm. Mostly because it's the main character just getting dumped on the entire film. <laughs> and I just don't think that's funny. I just don't think that's funny. Now, this movie, directed by Ben Stiller, kind of has that. Steven sort of gets dumped on, but it's so kind of a tit for tat. Yeah. If you if you like he 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 gets propped up and the good things happen and then he gets smacked down. And then good things happen and then he gets smacked down. It's <laughs> kind of like life. You know what I mean? Like good things happen. And I think that's why this movie works for me and I was yeah. like it's interesting that if this were Ben Stiller because of the way Ben Stiller portrays that lots of times like there's something about Mary and dodgeball um, dodge well dodgeball and then meet the parents and then there's other like the comeback kid for whatever reason when he's in those movies he gets just crapped on a lot yeah the protagonist gets pr- crapped yeah. on and i i people are like don't you love those movies i'm like look they're funny but i don't like them like i don't like hmm. when the main characters how do you guys feel about ben stiller movies i'd like them typically I like ben yeah? Stiller. <laughs> yeah yeah i do okay i i I, it's probably just a thing with me. It's like no, a, they're always kind of cheesy comedies or whatever, but yeah. I, I, I enjoy well, them. But yeah, and I to, really, to your point, I never though, thought of it that way, to be honest. I never really uh, thought about that either, but I think the reason why I never thought about it is because a lot of comedic actors have a shtick. 
and they get typecast into that and yeah. maybe his is just that guy that gets dumped on all the time i i hadn't really thought about it the way you're putting it but well i i think that's just because that's a lot of comedic actors yeah. because my wife's like why do you love this movie so much you hate when the main character gets gets dumped on because this is me i get way too into movies <laughs> and i put myself in the movie and i put myself you start a podcast i, I start a podcast <laughs> and i get too involved i'm like i really like a main character and i'm like man i don't like that he gets dumped on that way like i like things to be balanced and yeah. fair i don't it's funny when, they when bad things happen to the main character because <laughs> that's the drama in it or that's where the comedy comes from and i get that but like sometimes i'm just like this isn't funny like this is it's like too much like, like you start to feel bad i start to feel bad i'm like if because i start to take that on like if that happened to me like i'd be pissed or whatever but like you know what i mean but in this yeah. movie i feel like it's like a little it's very even-handed and i think it can hand it and i think it's the acting of matthew broderick that because I, i'm just gonna say this he's a better actor than ben stiller i like ben stiller i like ben stiller a lot i think zoolander is a really underrated comedy and that movie that's one of those movies that the more you watch it the better it gets yeah. but the problem is is that the first time you watch it you never want to watch it again <laughs> that's a problem with that movie there's a lot of movies like that yeah. um but that's, i did not that's... have that problem with that movie <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. i didn't either <laughs> the first time i watched it i was like this movie's stupid uh, mugatu is hilarious and you then i started yeah. then i started thinking about the movie and then i was like i'm gonna watch that movie again i don't know why i didn't like it but it's I, the same and then I started watching the it back again, of your mind. and it's like <laughs> yeah. I couldn't get it out, and so I started watching it again. Like For that. some reason, but that Walt... movie's not like that though. That he doesn't get dumped on that movie because he's True. the hero. Of yeah, the movie. you're right, and I think that's why I like that movie a little bit more. But there's something about Mary I don't particularly like. There's funny parts of that movie. Don't Mugatu's get me wrong. is kind of dumped on. He he is, but he's not the he's main not protagonist. The main yeah, he's the bad right, guy. Right. Yeah. He's not the you're good right. guy. But also, he's done. He's doing the difference in the movies you're talking about though. Too is Zoolander was directed also by Ben Stiller. Yeah, and he's not dumped on the every all the ones you're talking about that he's dumped on. He didn't direct. Are you sure? Yes, I'm looking at them. Okay, good. <laughs> so maybe maybe they cast like you said. Maybe he's just kind of typecast into that kind of a role. I think everybody else writes him those again. Roles. They're not bad movies. No, I just for whatever reason, specifically when it's Ben Stiller, I'm like, oh, here we go. It's gonna be Ben Stiller, especially Meet the Parents. I re- I know people <laughs> love that movie, and I'm in the minority, and that's fine. I really hate that movie. But I don't like Bobby De Niro. That's another topic for another time. Yes. (laughs) But anyway, that's I love this movie. I think it's great. Sean, thank you for coming on. You had really great points. I love your theory. I love your thank you for having me. Your big loud noise theory. The bang. Yeah, it's it's like like a jump before he's there. I'm gonna watch that. You guys should check that out. Out for it. Um, when you go to watch this movie, Sean, where can people find you? Do you want people to find you, or what do you want to talk about? What do you recommend? Sure. Um, I, I pretty much just Instagram. I have a, I have a page on there. It's S H A W N U with a dot between each letter. All right. So that's that's, that's about it. Just I don't post know. Not uh, really, uh, pictures of your food and everything. Cars, <laughs> cars mostly. Cars mostly. You eating in cars? So yes, me eating in cars, <laughs> taking the best shot of my food while I can in the car. So while you're it. driving, like, while hey. driving. Arranging yes, it on the sandwich. <laughs> well, you can see the speedometer <laughs> doing really over good. 100. Hey, what's the, yeah. <laughs> you detailing business, are you willing to share that with us? Yeah, um, Suds Detailing. I, I have a page on Instagram for that as well. Yeah, uh, hey, bit, all right. It's a little bit harder to uh, if you're list in the, out. If you're in the Columbus area and you need your car detailed, <laughs> yes. find me on hit Instagram. Sean He's going to do a great job. It's um, it's also it's S-U-D-S with a dot between each underscore detailing. All right. So. And awesome. If you have trouble finding him, just send us an email. Anything sure. cool you want to talk about? You said you were at a car show today. What'd you say? I was. Yeah, we uh, we took the we have a '65 Chrysler Newport. We took to uh, there's a car show every week um, at a, uh, a theater around here. Um, 
So. And where's that theater? At Lenox <laughs> Grand. Or, I don't know. Is that Grandview? Yeah, I think it's Grandview. Yeah, over in Grandview, Columbus. See anything new this time that you hadn't seen before? Um, I mean, there's tons of stuff there all the time. What's um, the coolest thing you've seen? We saw, there's an old, uh, last year we saw it, it was like, like a 1940s ice truck that a guy had all oh, redone. Funny. It was, was like all, truck. yep, it was like actually like what they carried ice in back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. full, like a huge ice truck. They'd like oh, I know. It, My he dad it, like, used to call the refrigerator ice box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. He had it, I mean, the thing, it was like super low on the ground. He had some big engine in it. It was, it was pretty cool. That's it was sweet. unique. What but, color was it? It was like it was. Um, Please tell me it was ice cream one. No, no, no. It oh. wasn't painted. The outside was all. Uh, it was like sheet metal. Oh, like so. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. So nice. It was just a big sheet metal ice truck that had some crazy huge engine in it. It was, it was pretty neat. Pretty sweet. I got a video to show you. I drove past a uh, Skyline right-hand drive yesterday. No oh, way. Nice. Yeah. And old, oh, older Europe or Japan? This is the second one I've seen. Well, they got to be 25 years old. Europe to or import Japan? Them, so. I guess it's from Japan anyway. But yeah, yeah. I, I. Who knows? Don't know. But it's the second black. Different year, Skyline. You sent me a picture right of the one. Right-hand drive that I've seen on 70 in the same area. Skyline Funny. at the time was like the fastest production car ever, right? When, uh, it, when they came out? They, I don't know. For track stuff, they were impressive. Okay. For the price and everything. Yeah. Is the main thing. They they could outperform much more expensive cars. Thanks for tuning in with us. This is Car Guys. <laughs> we're talking about Skyline. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sean, thanks for coming on. But yep. we're not done with you yet, sir. All we right. got a surprise for you. All, All right. guests of the show stay at the wonderful Ramada Inn <laughs> and are limousine to the hey. show to and from and get a gift from Super Movie Ball. We got a gift for you. Just a little something. Nice. Like coming on the show. Just a little thanks, thanks for coming on the show and talking with us, man. <laughs> That's pretty Did great. Did you get the right size? Welcome to Sunnyvale Trailer Park. <laughs> I love I got, it. I got the size from your wife. So, so anybody okay. who watches... Uh, <laughs> actually, you can watch oh, Trailer Park great. Boys. It's on Netflix. And the new season was so good, and it makes me so sad that Jim Leahy has died. Yeah. Oh, did Real he die? Life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they they had the little tribute at the end. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't yeah. watched it yet. And it's but. funny that he recorded that. Because I was like, it's it's like they knew that he was going to die Almost, soon. Yeah. I know, it's kind of sad. I haven't watched it's it yet, sad. but I'm a big fan of Trailer Park. Boys. Yeah, the last season was it. pretty good. It's yeah, it hilarious. was. There I were felt like the couple seasons, seasons. Yeah, yeah, a couple newer seasons before the last one were like, eh. But the last one, yeah, they, it was back Are they going to gonna the continue that? Because he's like a huge part of that. You know, I That's don't like know. That's like one of the main guys dying. Well, now he's gone. J-Rock's gone. Lucy's gone. Oh, is J-Rock gone? Not Lucy, I'm sorry. Not Lucy. The, yeah, wait. Lucy's is it Lucy? Gone. Yeah, Lucy's gone. She's I was, been gone I was for like Sarah. two seasons yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah Lucy. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like they're losing I miss, so much uh, What's his name? Uh, the two from the two guys that uh, they always boss around. Oh, Trevor. Oh, yeah. Corey and Trevor. I miss Trevor. Trevor. Yeah, same here. Yeah. I miss. I don't like Jacob's the other not guy. as good. Yeah, Jacob's yeah, not Jacob. as good. He's I like creeps Trevor. me out, man. Well, they said what he does. <laughs> what was out. the story they gave him? They went to New York and he got on a subway train. Yeah, they, they went like never different saw direction. him again or yep. something. <laughs> that was like the same yeah. off they gave him. So, uh, Jacob anyway. got a. Uh, or Jacob. <laughs> You're not Jacob. Your name is Sean. Sean got a. Uh, uh, welcome to Sunnyvale Trailer Park based on the it's Trailer awesome. Park Boys. It's a good show. It's on Netflix. You should check it out. It's crazy. It's it about is. trailer trash people doing trailer trash things. And you got to give it longer than like a one episode chance. Yes. Because I hated it at first. Oh, you did? grow to love it. Yes. Oh, no. I loved it from, yeah. the, from the get-go. I watch it. I think, I don't really think I knew what I was like getting into. It. <laughs> Have you seen the movies? Like, oh, yeah. yeah okay. Now I've watched everything. You've watched it, yeah. everything? Yeah. They've even done a live show that's not too bad. The, you know, that's the live hard to ones, do. I don't. I didn't I feel like I didn't feel it's so forced. No? I feel like their characters are too forced yeah. in the line. Oh really? I like. I think they have to be that way to project. Yeah. But anyway, maybe it works better if you're actually there. I thought it was good. Yeah, I never saw I it. Was I saw like the light right. in right. Austin or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't good. translate. It doesn't probably translate well. All right. I think that's it, Peter. You got anything else for us? No, I'm good. 
Alright guys, thanks for sticking with us. This was kind of a long one, but this is a special one for Peter and I. We really love this movie. Check us out on Twitter at SuperMovieBall and Gmail, SuperMovieBall at gmail.com. I was getting to and that, Instagram. but thanks for jumping in, buddy. And Instagram. But you know what? I did forget Spew. And I'm sorry, Spew. Did I hurt your feelings? I was just making sure you didn't forget. That's okay. <laughs> we still love you, buddy. Um, That's it, guys. Thanks for listening. Guys and gals. Bye. 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 Everybody say bye. Sean, say bye. See ya. Bye. Puppies, say bye. We So, are we about ready? Uh, yep. Yeah, I want to grab. Uh, oh, come I, on! I want to grab a new beer. It's nearly three. <laughs> Might as well grab me one now. What do you want? I don't care. The right guys to the. I said, give me a beer. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> you should have told him to grab me one too. <laughs> grab Sean one too. Tell him once I once I get the link. If I'm not too embarrassed by my own voice, then I'll <laughs> I'll shoot it to him. We're pretty specific on some B movies, and if people aren't into that, then I get that like they don't know what we're yeah. talking about. But like, but that's your that's niche though too. So it's like, good. Cool. Great Lakes, baby. But we're trying to do some. Uh, good. Some more stuff like this, where it's like mainstream movies, but like maybe people, it's a little polarizing or something. Yeah, yeah. So we're trying to see if we can get people to. I don't know. Grab some yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. What else are you guys working on today? Robo Vampire. <laughs> not seen that. <laughs> what, you haven't heard of that one? You haven't heard of that? It's not a weirdly obscure Chinese movie that they tried to bury? You haven't heard of that? It's two movies together. I'm going to go ahead and say that the lie is that his parents were rocket scientists. I think he's actually good friends with Will Smith. I think that's... Sean got it right. I already already did this. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Oh, that's right. (laughs) But there's two truths, though. One lie. The other two are truths. I picked the one lie. He got the lie. (laughs) I thought you said he got it right. Aren't I the new one here? Yeah, he got it right. Oh. I I correctly picked the lie. You might want to get it. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, when you said you got it right... Oh, never mind. (laughs) <laughs> he right. correctly guessed the one I made up. Yes. Okay. We need to phrase that, because that's not the first time we've gotten that confused. I'm leaving it in. I don't care. <laughs> Got it. Gotcha. Well, there you go. Ah, <laughs> uh, thanks, man. That was great. That was fun. Sorry, that probably ran longer than yours. No, no. I, I, honestly, I told Allison I'd probably be here and talk for five. So. Oh, okay. Well, it is after. Yeah, it is after. <laughs> it is. No, it was fun though. I enjoyed it. Cool. Your first podcast. What yeah. you said you and your so friends you were think? thinking about starting one? Yeah, so we had we had talked about it before in that that my uh We're still recording. What, are you still recording? I am. <laughs> in my uh, fantasy football group, like we've talked about it before and everybody has brought it up but nobody ever wants to pick Oh, like for a, like sports stuff? Not even necessarily. Yeah. We, just, we talk all year, like it's it's a group of us that have known each other since like high school, so uh, we all just talk on there all year just keep in touch or whatever but uh, we've talked about it before but nobody's ever come up with like an actual like niche or anything to like, <laughs> how'd your team to talk about or yeah anything. how'd your team do last year 
went out on the bubble, actually. Came in fourth. It only pays top three. So yeah. that was pretty fun. Ours is for fun. <laughs> we don't we don't do money. But uh, man, I came in like halfway. I missed the playoffs by I always miss the playoffs by this much. I've yet to make the playoffs. Been doing it for like five years and I'm like Ugh! Ours is ours is pretty um, pretty structured. We got it uh, I think this is our seventh year doing it now. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, we have like a we have a commissioner. We have all these rules that we go by and everything, and it's it's like a legit. So what's your what's your rules point. then for points? I'm curious. Uh, as far as like the it's a half point PPR. Okay. Um, like just typical. Um, I don't know, six point touchdown. Right. You know, a point per or a half per catch. Point per yard. And per yard. Or and all that stuff. Okay. Point per yard. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, half point per catch. And, yeah, no, typical, but. Ours is, is a little looser because yeah. it's just for fun. Yeah. But uh, you have any women in yours? We got a we got a lady in ours. She won I actually one year. I think that's some of she the. This is bragging uh, rights here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you should. I don't know if you should. Uh, what? Maybe you should broadcast that. Um, what? Who cares? This <laughs> sounds fun. Hey, if she's good at it, she's good, man. <laughs> now I think some of the guys. I'm man ours. enough to admit when a lady's better than me at something. <laughs> why was that insecure? Why wouldn't they be? What are you talking about? I think some of the guys <laughs> in ours' wives have one together. They have oh yeah? Own, yeah, that's fun. Own league, that's but, fun. Uh, but yeah, ours is all. So uh, cool. it actually expanded this year to twelve guys. Oh wow, that's good. That's a good number. Yeah, to pick our order, we had uh, we have random drawings of our names and horses from the Kentucky Derby. Okay. So I have the first overall pick, and we're yeah. starting. We're starting a dynasty league, so that could oh, be a good thing. Oh, you get to keep your players. Yep. Awesome. We don't get to do that, but yeah. we have to start fresh every year. Yep. So that should be interesting. So who are you gonna pick? Who are you going yeah, for? I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot. We're too early, huh? Spot. It is too early. It's too early. We haven't even had camp or anything like that yet. Not yeah. really. Um, or even thinking about mock. picking up Baker Mayfield number one. <laughs> Don't you dare! Don't you dare! <laughs> Actually, go ahead and do it. Let's see what happens. With hey, the man, it could pay off like two years. Hey, from you, now. you never know. <laughs> you never know. Always the first pick. So, do you just do football? Do you do baseball, basketball, hockey, or anything like that? Uh, Fantasy. Fo- football's enough. And uh, baseball is too. I like baseball, but it's too much of a season to keep up with. All it's that. it's a lot. It's, it's a lot of players. It's a lot of games. It's it's a lot. So, yeah, I just I, I just do the football. Yeah, it's fun. I That's love enough. it. I love it. It's good it's stuff. Entertaining. It makes yeah. you care about all the games. Then, actually, I love that. I, love, yeah. I started doing it I think, five or six years ago. And I only ever cared about the Cleveland Browns, which is sad. Yeah, exactly. But uh, <laughs> when you get to watch other games and you start caring about the other, because other games are just like, eh, this team and this team, I kind of care about that. But as a Browns most fan, of them, you're like, eh. As a Browns fan, you have to make yourself care about other teams. Yeah, you kind of have to, because <laughs> the Browns are terrible. But uh, it's fun. And it's it really is great. It's really good. You get to trash talk a little bit. It is. Yep, you know, do. and, <laughs> we and do. do trades. We set up rivals this year, so all two games against a rival. I don't know. You guys are super serious. Oh, We're yeah. not that serious. We're not that serious. Not yet, anyway. We got, Give us yeah, time. It, it, it morphed over time into into what it is now. So. It's the monster. It's out of we control. We have like a like tryouts for our 12th person because we had 10 and then a friend of Wait ours. Wait a second. So, yeah. Wait a second. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> what do you mean by tryouts? So we had, we had 10 that we've had for six years or whatever. Maybe we had it for five years at the time. 11th, we had a friend of ours that... Um, wasn't in it for the longest time and then he decided he wanted to get in so him and another kid in our league shared a team for a year or two well then we were like all right we need to either like get it down back to 10 people so they can have their own teams yeah or just decide on a 12 well we all know different people nobody had like a clear 12th person that we all knew so we all were able to nominate a person to share a team with last year 
and depending on how active they were or how they got along with everybody whoever like made the cut at the end we all voted you couldn't vote for your own person the final thing was a bathing suit competition <laughs> <laughs> yes yes how do you look at a speedo that wasn't the lady <laughs> <laughs> But well, no, you so, guys are super serious. I so love yeah, it. I love when people get into stuff. Yeah, I love it, man. Pretty, I love uh, it. pretty serious with it. It's really good. Yeah, it makes it fun. Yeah, does your wife hate it? Does she hate Sundays? She, yeah, she probably hates it. <laughs> <laughs> My wife hates it. My wife hates <laughs> it's it. It's anything that distracts me from her, I think yeah, she hates. Yeah, man, so she hates it. That's pretty She hates it. I said, you should just play. It'll be fun. I was like, you'll be into it more than me, probably. Yeah, she probably said, it's really good. That's what happens. I know, man. That's, that's pretty good. My wife likes football. But uh, that's cool. I so appreciate you having us on the or coming to the show. We had a good time. Yeah, it's good discussion, man. Yeah, it's fun. That's it. That's all we got. All right, we're done. Cool. You can leave now. <laughs> Get that. You're dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> this concludes our broadcast day. <laughs> <laughs>